job would be great if it wasn't for the fucking customers. Jesus, I'm gonna hear from the boss tomorrow. Oh, would you loosen up? You'd feel a hell of a lot better if you'd just rip into the occasional customer. Why? I, I don't bother them and they don't bother me. A liar. Tell me there aren't customers that annoy the piss out of you on a daily basis. There aren't. Why can you lie like that? Why don't you vent? Vent your frustrations. Come on, who pisses you off? Well, I guess it isn't customers in particular. Maybe just a group of customers. Well, let's hear it. Well, the milkmaids. The milkmaids? The women that go through every gallon of milk looking for that later date, as if somewhere beyond all the other gallons is a container of milk that won't go bad for like a decade. You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them. What would you get for a six-year-old boy who chronically wets his bed? So do you have any new movies in? Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? They never rent quality flicks. They always pick the most intellectually devoid movie on the racks. Ooh, Navy Seals! It's like in order to join, they have to have an IQ less than their shoe size. You think you get stupid questions? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. What do you mean there's noise? You mean I gotta drink this coffee hot? So how much is this thing anyway? Do you sell hubcaps for a 72 Pinto hatchback? Ooh, mini truck amazing. Say you vented. Don't you feel better? <laughs> Hey man, what's going on? Not much. I got a question for you. All right. And this is gonna be a telltale sign of what our theme will be today. Fausti, what's your favorite nickname of a coworker? Favorite nickname of a coworker? Oh, you know what? I actually have a story about it, about a good nickname that I gave somebody at work, but it could go on for a while, so I'm not gonna give it to you. Let's now. do it. No, <laughs> fuck it. Let's do it. I got one too, so let's. <laughs> Let's start off with a long story. Let's go. All right, all right. So uh, this is back when I was working at Long's, and I was working the night shift. Store closes at 10. I was off at 10. Me and one of my buddies were bullshitting uh, out in the parking lot after work, you know, just, you know, shooting the shit. And some of the other employees would work until 1030 because they would have to, like, clean up, like, you know, whatever in the store, do whatever, right? Right. So there was this girl that worked in cosmetics, like, a couple years younger than me. So... At the time, she's probably like 18, 19. I'm probably like 21, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Short girl, probably like 4'10". Short hair, like short blonde hair. And she, she, she was young, but she had like this older looking face. I don't know how to explain it. Like a round face and like big blue eyes. Like she looked like one of those old timey dolls. Mm. Like something my mom would have as a kid. You know, like, like think Angela Lansbury, but like young, <laughs> if I that makes it. sense. Right. But she was yeah, younger. Like, like she kind of had this old older soul. vibe, but she was, a, yeah, but she was a younger girl and she was spunky and I don't know. She, she was a cool girl. But anyways, she gets off work and she's walking out to her car and she drives 
it must have been a hand-me-down from her parents or something, right? A fucking, like, old-school station wagon with the wood paneling on the side yes. and everything. Like, Clark Griswold style, right? Griswolds, yeah. <laughs> so she's parked uh, facing the street, and she's parked next to uh, one of my other coworkers, and he drove a, a Mustang, like an early, early 90s Mustang. She gets in the car. She goes, hey, guys, good night, whatever. I'm like, hey, see you, see you tomorrow, whatever. So me and my buddy, we're, we're still talking, shooting the shit. And we see her back up. And all of a sudden we hear, and her car, like she's backing out, but she's turning the steering wheel the wrong way. So she fucking sideswiped the Mustang. And like, we can see. So it's like scraping. Yeah, it's scraping. It's scraping. And we could see the car, like her car, like move up, you know, like that side went up. Right. Like Uh her right fender hit. You know, like his left, uh, like driver's side door. Right. She's like, why isn't my car not going yeah. back correctly? And so and me, she and, just keeps me, and my, the me and my friend are like, what the <coughs> fuck? <laughs> right? And so then she just takes off. And I look at my coworker, I'm like, did we just watch a hit and run? Like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. does she know what just happened? Yeah. And then uh, the other guy got off work and he, he comes walking out and he goes, what the hell? What the fuck happened to my car? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to snitch, but um, I know who hit you. <laughs> yeah. So we told you him. You didn't go was... like running in the, the things to do. This chick just hit your car. You just let it out. You just let it or or uh, uh come out organically. Right? Yeah. Well, we like, knew oh. he was gonna be. We knew he was gonna be off like within the next yeah. 15 minutes or so. And me and uh, my other friend were just like still baffled at what we just saw. You know, because like this right. just took off like nothing. And we're like, yeah. do we? Does she know that she just fucking like sideswiped this fucking car? <laughs> so, anyways, the next time I see her at work the next day, right? And she comes into work. Right. And she comes up. She's like, oh, you know, hey. And I was like, hey, what's up, Crash? And she goes, what? <laughs> and I was like, did you, like I totally saw what happened last night. And she's like, what do you mean? And I told her. She was like. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like she was in denial. And I'm like, I saw her, the whole her, thing. But then like her car didn't have no damage or something. No, it didn't. Like she was like, Oh, that's must, what must have happened. Cause I was wondering when I got home, I noticed I'm like, I don't know this girl. She was a little, um, I don't think she was Dumb. Like, quite all there. Like yeah. the reason why she had short hair is I, somebody had told me she had some sort of, um, I don't know if she had like, brain surgery or like like you knew she was all there but sometimes it would be like i don't know so anyways um i gave her the nickname crash a lot of my coworkers started calling her crash uh (laughs) i'd call her on the intercom (laughs) i'd call her i'm like (laughs) and i was like i was like uh miss uh what the fuck was her last name it was like burrito or something miss burrito please come to check stand two crash please come to check stand two (laughs) (laughs) wow so like no, like, oh, let me pay for that. Did I really? Like, oh, no, she fessed. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ended up paying for it. Like, they, they, they went through the insurance uh, and everything. Because I saw that. That's they... just a, I mean, you see videos of like that on online of people just dumb driving. And like, yeah. How the f- like, they'll be in this. Like, the one you fucking, somebody said in our thread where the fucking woman got obliterated. Oh, yeah. Like, and I didn't even f- notice it <laughs> <laughs> the first time. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's kissing the bumper. Oh, my you God. Like, holy shit. But yeah, you see, or you see those ones where like the women can't fucking mm-hmm. go on the right side of the gas to pump gas, so she backs up and goes around right. and around, 
trying to get like you see that shit. These fucking people are should be behind wheels. Um, you know who had a big crush on this girl? Crash uh, was our friend Eric. He, he like really? I remember he came into my work one day and he was like, "Oh, who's that?" <laughs> he made he said. Mm, who's that? Yeah, she wasn't interested. Yeah. Um, what did he drive? Fucking Eric. He had a. Uh, what did he drive? What the fuck did he drive? What the hell did Eric drive? Huh? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. That's weird. Yeah, that it's is really weird. weird. I know Jason had an Accord. Rich had a fucking Toyota 4Runner. Greg had the yeah. Demon and a Dart. What right. the fuck did Eric drive? Like he was supposed to drive that old El Camino that sat in the driveway forever, but yeah. he ended up not driving that El Camino. That's weird. That is really anyway, weird. Anyway, so I I got a coworker story. All right. <clears throat> so we had this guy. Uh, this is a long one too. Okay. Um, he it was like two years ago. He we got hired. He got hired on. Mm-hmm. His name was Joel. And he was a big guy, uh, tall wise, but like, not like stocky, but tall. Like he, like he looked like a football player, but he's young, in his twenties. He was the splitting image of Ozzy Canseco. <laughs> like, didn't quite look like Jose Canseco, but he was perfect for Ozzy. Ozzy he was, I, was yeah. like, I was like, dude, you look like Jose Canseco. Huh? Mm-hmm. In fact, he looked more like his brother. He's like, I don't even know who that is. Of course, not. he's young. Right. Anyways, his name is Joel, <clears throat> Mexican guy. And, you know, his first week there, he's doing good, but we were noticing he was taking a shit a lot. Like, every time you go into the warehouse to look for him, uh-huh. him coming out of the restroom area, I'm like, man, we might have to address this to some point, because, like, yeah. he takes a lot of shit. But he's getting the job done. He's doing everything untimely. He just takes a lot of shits. And one day, we... uh we're all punching in. You know, when you first get to work, at least at my place, we're all kind of just mosey around the mm-hmm. time clock for a minute. People are filtering in. We kind of have our little briefings and stuff before we start. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy shows up, punches in, goes straight to the bathroom. And we oh, all just man. kind of look at it. Yeah, like, we all look at each other, like, are laughing, like, dude, like, he's at it again, but he just got here. So we're like, fuck it. We're going to bring We're going to address it when he comes back. So he comes back, and then he's walking down the hallway to where the little congregation area is. The guy just looked like he just had a rough one. Like mm-hmm. you t- could tell he just had a rough shit. He's like <laughs> sweating. Like he's sweating, glowing. <laughs> you just got that look, that thousand yards still like, ooh, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, I go, hey, dude, like we all want to know what's going on, dude. Like you're using the restroom a lot. You literally just got here, took a shit. What the fuck? Yeah. He's like, hey, uh, just your guys' nose. Like I got IBS with irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> He's like, last night, my wife made some sauces, and I, I know I'm not supposed to eat it, but it was so fucking good that I ate way too much, and I'm paying the price. And <laughs> right? he's like, so now you know. I was like, yeah, I use the bathroom a lot, but I try to control it. But mm-hmm. I couldn't help myself. So I was like, that's it, Joel. I got a new nickname for you. And I said, your new, your new nickname is Jibs. And nobody got it at first, like, Jibs. I'm like, yeah, Joel. IBS chips. Oh, that's funny. And at that moment, once they understood what it meant, everybody mm-hmm. just started laughing. He was laughing the loudest, like, oh man, shit, that's funny. And fucking, there <laughs> was what was even greater about that was when the, these guys would go out to select 
that fill orders when they would sign their paperwork. Mm-hmm. There, but you just put your initial RF or right. you know, in your case, FW. <laughs> he would sign it right. jibs, like four <laughs> letters. And the accountant That's lady cool. one day, like a, a month or so later, she's like, "Hey, Rob, who's jibs? Like everybody <laughs> signs, everybody signs their name with an initial, but like, uh-huh. why does he have?" J-I-B-S like thinking see, like he's using his full name thinking he's like because he's Mexican he's like you know Joe Iglesias Barboso Sanchez or something yeah. I'm like no that's not it it's just meanwhile you know, yeah his name has four letters yeah <laughs> so <it's just> the <laughs> same. Exactly. he's just signing the nickname that we gave him and I told him what the nickname was and he's like oh my god that's so funny and to this everybody called him Jibs he, he that was it he was Jibs mm-hmm. but um he ended up quitting well, yeah, that's that's, that's my favorite nickname at work. Fucking Jibs a shitter. Yeah. So All if, right, if you haven't figured out by now, the theme of uh, the show today is all about work, work stories, work experiences, work, shit our like work that. Work history, things we've experienced at work, um, all the things under the sun of work. I hope you guys can uh, relate to some of the stories we'll have, yeah. or you know, I have more nicknames, you know, but we can get into that later too. Yeah. So we have our spit roast, which is going to be six actresses that we figure were characters, paid characters in a movie that were they're uh, a worker, predominantly like a you know a lawyer or something where the like movie a strong was about their female type of strong uh, female yeah. type in a workplace environment. And uh, so we have um, from Legally Blonde, Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. She was a uh, I guess a lawyer in that movie. Yeah. Well, I guess um, technically she was in college for that one, but then there's Legally right. Blonde too. Yeah, she got into, right. into so law. It's a woman in the workforce. Um, but my cousin Vinny, even though she wasn't technically a mechanic, <laughs> uh-huh. she had a lot of mechanical experiences since she grew up in a mechanic's household, and that would be Marissa Tomei from my cousin Vinny. Mm-hmm. Um, from Aaron Brockovich and even a fucking prostitute is... Uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts, because hey, that's work. Take your choice. Yeah. Take your choice. And then from uh, Devil Wears Prada, which is a movie about the fashion industry, is uh, Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Hathaway. Um, and from the movie Nine to Five, what a way to make a living. <laughs> Big old titty dollar party. And from 30 Rock, Tia Fey, who was the, I guess, the uh, boss of a. What was it? A TV show they produced? What the I fuck have they no do? idea because I've never seen that show. <laughs> yeah, I know. I always heard it's good, yeah, but I never. It was like a sketch comedy show because I know Tracy Morgan was. Yeah, so it was. It was almost like SNL behind the scenes kind of deal. Yeah, because um, I think it was about Thirty Rock because that's uh, Thirty Rockefeller Plaza. That's where the NBC studios right. are. So I think that's what it was. She was like the head writer or boss of I the show so, yeah. or what, something to that nature. So. Fauci and I took our, our rankings, and we have a list all compiled up for you, folks. And, Fausti, this is going to be interesting, because we have three women tied for last place. <laughs> interesting. Three women. This so we is have... a good list, because I this these are all kind of similar to me. Like, I don't think there was, um, I think they were all in the same, same ballpark, if you will. Pretty much. I mean, we got an older one in there, and Dolly. And well, yeah, but hey, yeah, yeah. But still, the heydays. Think of the heydays. So, mm-hmm. you voted. So we have three tied for fourth. So five, four, five, and six. 
four points. So let's go. Julia Roberts is one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I voted her last. Mm. You voted her fourth. So that gave her uh, four points. Mm-hmm. And then Dolly, we both voted her fifth place. Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. So that gave her four points. And then TFA, I voted her fourth. You voted her last. <laughs> Boom. Mm-hmm. So, Fausti, we got Dolly, Julia, and Tina Fey. Um, now, I voted Tina Fey the highest. You voted Julia Robert the highest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tina Fey, your thoughts. You voted her last. Um, I mean, she's cute. Uh, but then, like, I was debating between her and Dolly, and I'm like, I gotta go with the big old titties over big the titties. over the girl with the scar on her face. That's true. I, I agree. <laughs> Now, TFA, I'm going to say this. There's one reason why I voted her higher. Mm-hmm. is because I banged the shit out of her all day when she's dressed like Sarah Palin. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'd bang Sarah Palin hard. And then T.S. Uh, it has nothing political. I just think she's a good-looking older woman. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I, I get it. The accent. So, what don't you know? <laughs> What you betcha. You betcha. <laughs> so there we go with that. Uh, and then you had Julia fourth. I had her last. Now, I never really got into Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. I used to much. really not give a shit about her. Like, even in, like, Pretty Woman and, like, back when she was, like, hot, like, in the 90s when she was, like, the highest paid actress and stuff. There was something about her. I just didn't like her. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I just didn't like her. Like, I thought she was, eh. Like an average looking woman, but yeah, I think I, she's an average looking woman. I just don't like the horse face. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. it is. I think it wasn't until like maybe Ocean's Eleven where I was kind of like, eh, I, maybe I, I paid attention to her a little bit more. I don't that's because she's in a movie like that. Was <laughs> that's, that's probably what it is. Bias, <laughs> just bias. And and then Dolly, I mean, in her heyday, them kids are classic, man. Yeah. They're classic titties. But uh, I don't know. She never really did it for me for in the face. No, no. And she's got one of them them accents. Like I like an accent, but that one would get annoying. That's really. too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Like Reese so, Witherspoon wanna... has a southern accent, but it's different. <laughs> so, since they tied for last, let's do a quick F Mary kill. Oh, okay. We got uh, Tia, Faye, Tina, Tina Fey, yeah. Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton. Ooh. See, I think I would. Ooh, I think I would fuck Dolly, marry Tina Fey, and kill Julia Roberts. Which is funny since it's, I had her ranked higher. You had her ranked higher. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would kill Julia Roberts because one, I don't want to deal with their fucking asshole brother Eric Roberts. Um, <laughs> I, I like I said, I'd bang Tina Fey because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hey, she's dressing up like Sarah Palin all day, baby. Right. And then Dolly, I just found out her net worth is 350 mil. So, yeah, I'll marry her. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know and Julius is 250. Not, not bad. You but, know who's uh, not bad? She's not, like, hot, but I think she's she's all right. Um, is, is Julia Roberts' niece, Emma Roberts. Yeah, she's okay. She was in, uh, what was that I, show? I actually... Scre- uh, was it called Scream Queens on Fox? Like I really liked her character. Like she played a really I good. I think like, she was in uh, some of those um, those uh, American Horror Story series. Yeah, she was in there too. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, so. she's, I think she's a good actress. I'm surprised uh, yeah. she's not more shit now. 
I'd actually bag her before Julia. Yeah, I would too. All right, so that gives us third place, Fausty, third place. Uh-huh. Um, you voted this person third. <clears throat> I voted her third. And she came in with eight points. So she and that be would third. be Reese Witherspoon. What say you? Uh, let's see, Reese. What was like the first thing I saw her? Well, she was in um, uh, uh, oh god damn it, what's that movie? Who that lady go in that movie? Oh, fuck with the uh, Philippines. I don't remember the. And uh, is it Cruel Intentions? Cruel Intentions. <laughs> there you Cruel go. Cruel Intentions. I remember Sarah Michelle. Yeah, that is Cruel Intentions. Ah, I remember yeah. seeing that and like she was like okay, but then uh, I remember the girl I was with dragging me to go see like Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, it's a rough movie. But I thought she was was really cute. I don't know. She's just got that, like, southern, blonde, like, you know, as they say, all American. Uh, I don't know. I think I heard. Yeah, I mean, she's a a decent looking woman. But here's here's my issue. I don't like, she's got a very triangular, like, chin area. Okay. Like, her face. She kind of looks like William Dafoe and the Joker. Oh. And had Reese with his food. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Number two. We both had our number two. <laughs> That's funny. Her name will be. I know the first three were uh, dead on. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Now she's got. For, for a plain Jane face, mm-hmm. I don't think she's a gorgeous woman. She's a decent-looking looking woman. She got some nice tippets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's... I've always been fascinated with her tippets. <laughs> and she's like, got, like, a know. big mouth, but she doesn't have, like, yeah. a horse mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she's, she's always cute, you know? Like, Speaking she of played work. a good cat woman, I thought, when she was in a little tight outfit and everything. Yeah, I mean, she's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like her titties, so I really like her for more. But um, there was a woman I used to work at the hotel, which I'll mention later. But mm-hmm. she was young. She was a well, she's a young woman, and uh, if I was fucking single, I wouldn't hit it. And she looked like an Hathaway. And I remember the moment I knew mm-hmm. she was real flirty. She was always flirty with me. But one day I came into work and she's like, "Dang, Rob, you're looking extra silver foxy tonight." And I was like, whoa, where did damn. that come from? Like, that's not something you just tell a coworker. Yeah. You're looking silver foxy. I was like, damn, she liked the fucking, she liked the daddies. She liked the daddies. So <laughs> she's lucky. She's lucky. She's lucky she didn't get this lucky to eat. Um, and that leaves us with number one. From my cousin Vinny, Marissa Tomei. What say you, Fausty? I mean, come on. Nice, good-looking Italian bro. Yeah, Italian bro. She's got like, some all right titties. We saw her titties in uh, she's got her, The Wrestler she's like, and other various yeah. movies, I think. She's just like a good girl. The girl next door kind of looks. Nothing spectacular, but like fall in love kind of looks, I think. Like, you know, you, know, you can get you can get better, but just something else. Yeah, and she's aged, yeah. and she's aged pretty good, too. Like, it's she weird to see her good. as a... Uh, Aunt May and yeah. Spider-Man, yeah, but hey. Yeah, she's older. She's, you know, we're all yeah. older, but yeah. yeah. And I really liked her when she was in, uh, what was that damn first show I'd seen her in? It was Living, no, not Living Single. It's a Different World. That's it. With Dwayne Wayne. 
Oh, Fuck yeah, that's right. Lisa Bonet. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. I was like, ooh, I can watch for her. She's like a poor man's Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Like, same yeah. kind of vibe, you know what I'm like saying? Alyssa Milano's like <laughs> older sister kind of. Older sister, yeah. <laughs> and since she's the winner of this week's, of this month's fit roasting, who are we going to cook, man? I think oh, there's only one question. person, right? It's, it's got to be Pessy, right? Debbie. Don't tell me to go get a shine box. We we definitely yeah go sit there in the corner with your shine box and watch this fucking violator. If you fucking tied to a chair, you fucking get a baseball bat when we let him go. So there you go, Mister Tomei. This this podcast uh, spit roasting champion of the world. All right, Palsley, on to the meats of this show. Oh, and by the way, listeners, I got 30 minutes before I have to leave, but if we exceed, we're just going to pause and come back. But you might hear my alarm go off in a half hour. <laughs> um, but we're not going to limit us our time-wise. We're going to just do a complete show with a break if needed. So, Fausti, let's let's run down all your jobs, because yours is smaller than mine. And then we can go into some stories, and then I'll do mine, <clears throat> I'll go into some stories with these jobs. All right, I've only had two jobs in my life. Uh, two? I thought it was three for some reason. Two. Two. Yep. When I was a senior in high school, first day of first day of school, my dad surprised me, bought me a new car. Well, a used car, but it's my first car. Uh, eighty-eight Pontiac Firebird, and so you you didn't have a job yet when you got that car. No. <laughs> wow, I always it always feels like since I knew you, you worked that long. Yeah. So, yeah, so my dad gave me the car and he was like, all right, I bought you the car. Now you need to get a job so you can pay for gas. (laughs) I'm like, all right, (laughs) yeah, it makes sense. And I had actually applied at the Long's. If you don't, uh, listeners, I don't know what Long's drugstore is. Um, They were a family owned like uh, drugstore chain on the West Coast. Uh, They were in business for like 65 years, and then they got bought out by CVS. So they're like a Walgreens, Rite Aid. Yeah, they were kind of like the the Thrifties. I don't know. Yeah, Thrifties was a company back in the day. Like the Rite Aid of the before Rite Aid. They were West Coast, and then CVS was trying to um, uh, get a West Coast presence and compete with Walgreens. So they bought out CVS or bought out Longs. But I left Longs before it got bought out by CVS. Anyways. I had applied at the store in Milpitas, which is the town over, uh, at the beginning of the summer. They didn't hire me. No big deal. Whatever. Enjoyed my summer. And then my mom shopped at the Longs close to my house all the time. And my mom, she likes to talk. You know, it's a typical... Wherever we'd go, my mom will just strike up conversation with random people, right? So, like... uh, she, I actually applied at Safeway, the grocery store that's in the same place, and my mom got me an interview and uh, over there, and I didn't get hired. Uh, but then uh, she said something to the girl that worked at Long's, the, the one of the cashiers up front. She's like, oh, yeah, we're hiring. Just have them come in, name drop me, whatever. Ended up getting hired there. Like I said, senior year of high school, part-time. I'd work like from four to eight, like four hours, you know? Yeah. On the weekends, yeah. I'd work like an eight-hour shift. But I only worked like, I don't know, 20, 24 hours a week during the school year. Then it wasn't until like, I didn't work full time for a couple of years. Cause once I was in college, I still kind of worked part time. And it was uh, like during the summers I worked full time, but that was my first job. I worked there for nine years. 
nine years. Worked various departments, startup, cashier, um, eventually worked in the photo the lab. photo lab. <laughs> For the <Yeah>. younger listeners. <laughs> like, what's a photo now, lab? <laughs> I mean, now, those of you listening out there, Fausti is a hero. Yeah, I'll tell a that story bonafide, later. I'll get to that a story later. fucking hero. I didn't. And he would get to it. Was it yeah, you do. It was, you just didn't get all the credit. I was there. You was, I had you nothing to do with it. I worked in the one-hour photo lab. I worked in the mailing center. We used to do like UPS, FedEx, shit like that. Um, they had always asked me to get into management. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to work here that long. <laughs> and I ended up working there for nine years. But anyways... <laughs> It got to a point where I was like, I need to find another job. Plus, I had started dating uh, a girl that would eventually become my wife. And I was like, right. I really need to get the fuck out of here. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you don't like working with someone you're dating. It, it becomes no. complicated, you know. Uh, so then I just started hitting up all the vendors, Coke vendor, beer vendors. And eventually the Frito-Lay guy was like, yeah, we're hiring. Um, call this number. And I got hired with Frito-Lay. And that was in 2004. And here we are, uh, a little over 18 years later, and I still work for Frito-Lay. I slang chips. Sling them. Sling them, baby. That's yep. a long fucking time, bro. Yep. They've asked me to get into management, too, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> Man, that's where the money is, bro. Nah, it's not. It's it's similar pay. Like, if I hit bro, my sales numbers, that. I make more than the managers do. Fuck and em. it's not worth it. So for me, anyways. Well, Fauci, I hope you guys. Are... We're gonna go into some stories. But oh me... yeah, I got lots of story. Like yeah, some... I, I actually yeah. got a little story for every job here. But if anything resonates with you or you got a similar story, just jump on in. All right. So yeah. my very first job was uh, Kmart in on McKee Road near nice. your high school. Yeah. And I dated four chicks there. Nice. That was my thing. I used to go around and figure out. One of them I was I was allergic to. Allergic. And when you say, what does that mean, Rob? Well, how are you allergic to a woman? So this one girl, her name was Antoinette. She, uh, one day, she's like, hey, I need a ride home. Can you give me a ride home? I'm like, sure. Mm -hmm. And then we, we fucking 10 o'clock comes around. So I was similar. I'd start like at 5 and get off at 10. They're in, you know, high school years. I was, I think I was a senior in high school. And um, she, so we get in my car. We're about to leave. I was like, oh, so where do you leave? She's like, oh, I really don't want to go home right now. You just want to drive around. I'm like, oh. Okay, I know where this is going, right? Mm -hmm. Went up to the mountains, took a little drive, did a little makeout point, and yeah. then started making out. And then I pull out her titties, and these are fucking nice titties, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was going at it for a while, and then we start. She pulls me up to start kissing her again, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I get the worst fucking headache imaginable. Oh. I get a fucking splitting migraine, like nauseous, and I'm like, you know what? I go, I'm not feeling well. I got to take mm -hmm. you home. I could barely drive her home. I was in such agony. I go, I drop her off. I go home. The, I miss school the next day. My head hurts. And then it subsides. Mm -hmm. Go back to work. Weekend comes. She's like, hey, can I get a ride home? Sure. We end up in the same spot. <laughs> making, out, making out again. And as soon as my fucking mouth touches her lips, boom, headache. Dude, that's weird. Yeah, and I was like, I said, I'm not seeing this fucking woman. Like, it was a two-day headache. Just, I don't know if it was something she wore, perfume, lipstick. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking know. But after that day, I never fucking saw her again. And it would suck. Well, I didn't see her. I saw her at work. But I didn't, like, go out with her or anything. Yeah. 
which we didn't really go out. We just fucking made out. You ever explained and, uh, it to her? <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I told her. <laughs> she thought she thought the second time when I had to stop because the headache was weird, so we kind of just stopped talking. Yeah. It was just odd. Like a perfume, so, maybe? I don't know, man. I don't know. But, like, I missed out because she had some nice fucking chips. Mm. Um, anyway, so my next job, I left there. At the time, I was making four dollars and twenty-five cents nice. at Kmart. Four dollars twenty-five cents, <laughs> and I went to Food for Less to uh-huh. make seven twenty-five. Like shit, I almost doubled my fucking hourly rate. Balling. <laughs> That's where I ended up meeting my wife. After that, uh-huh. I go to. We break up. Like fuck it, I'm not gonna work here anymore with my ex girl here. So yeah. I go. How I long get did, a job. How long did you guys date when you were working together? Ah, uh, geez, like fucking 10, 11 months, almost a year. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Time. yeah. And then I go to Alexian Brothers Hospital as an orderly for x-ray department. Yeah, I remember and that. And nuclear medicine. And I would just bring patients down that needed x-rays and, and like, um, they would do bone scans mm-hmm. and, like, uh, stress tests of the heart. And, you, and I would just bring patients down all day. And you got paid pretty good there too right and your mom there was right yeah my mom mom got me a job there i think i was making like 10 bucks an hour almost 11 or something like that which was nice but that's where i got turned on to my my boss and he was ex-military we started talking that's when like my interest rekindled in the military i always had it but like it subsided so that's when i joined the army and i'm not even going to get into stories there because (laughs) life was i would tell them many after that, I came back home. Two thousand years later, yeah, three and a half. Yeah, four years, almost four years. Four years, yeah, four years, and then ninety six to two thousand, um, and then first job back was at Hewlett Packard. I worked in the fleet division. Mm-hmm. Like we essentially, the fucking uh, all the fucking big wigs had their cars and oh, I would fill yeah. up their chest. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I would park and I'd go around with the key and take it to a gas station. Vacuum it out. I wouldn't even vacuum it out. I would just take it to the gas station. They would. They had workers that cleaned. They had like a, a contract with this gas station that mm-hmm. you know did everything. So I would just drive it up and drive it back. And then I was a, <laughs> then I was a pool man. Now this is where I got some good stories from. Oh yeah, I remember the pool man job. Yeah. One, nine eleven happened when I was a pool man. Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, that's where. I, where were you at when nine eleven happened? Where were you working? I was working at Longs. I remember I got up to go to work. And my dad had the news on. I was like, what the fuck? I remember I was like right. hour late to work because I was just glued yeah, to so the TV. Yeah, so you went to work an hour late? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, say, while I was at work cleaning a pool, and the lady at the pool I was cleaning, she's like, oh, my God, you got to come here and look at this. This is some crazy shit. And I was like, what? She's like, the TV, the TV. And I was like, holy shit. And I'm seeing what's going on after mm-hmm. the second one. I didn't see the first one. I saw the second one, and she brought me up to speed so i probably stayed there for like 45 minutes just yeah. watching tv with her and then my boss ended up calling us he's like hey guys don't finish any more pools just go home because i don't who knows what the fuck's going on right right so it's cool of my boss to do that but um it, what's funny is this same lady's backyard mm-hmm. i shit in her backyard one time <laughs> So it's like I had this account in like Los Gatos. Both, well, there's another story, but I had I knew they were I knew they were like one of those people you knew when they weren't home. Right. 
and they had like this little shed in the back mm-hmm. and like this wooded area in the back and this is like in los gatos so there's they got land right yeah and it's so detached That's, from the house yeah los gatos is like a like a little suburb outside of san jose where a lot of people million dollars <laughs> and 20 million dollar homes like yeah. big homes um Anyway, so I took it, the first time I took a shit in someone's backyard was hers. That's and it's awesome. funny, like a couple months later, I'm seeing 9 11 there. <laughs> and then. You saw a different bomb. Yeah. Uh, one of those shits where I, just, I, I knew I wasn't going to make it if I left. I'm like, fuck it, I just. So you just shit. did it behind the shed? And I had tissue with me. I just did it behind the shed and I had like these gravel rocks. Uh-huh. So I was, I, I was able to bury it like a cat. <laughs> Fucking buried it like a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second home I oh shot in. <laughs> was it a lot? Like, do you remember? Was it like a log, you know? Yeah, that one was a log, but the second one, mm-hmm. um, it was straight fucking liquid. Oh. I had like, I had just eaten Jack in the Box. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, this is not going to work. I'm, I'm in the backyard taking the pool, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to shit my pants. I knew they were. In fact, this place wasn't. Um, nobody was living there. It was it was a potential rental. Yeah. So like I had the the you know they leave a key out of the house. So there mm-hmm. was nobody actually there, and I fucking went in the back. They had like a, a you know two acres in their backyard. Oh wow. It's big. You know, it's like it's a big backyard yeah. with like this the fence and then the woods. And I just took a shit. It was just pure fucking mud, man. It was gross. <laughs> like soft serve ice cream. Yeah, and that was the first. <laughs> I don't know which came first, but I remember the first time I did it, I told you guys, you're like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, I remember you told me. I remember just laughing my ass off. <laughs> you're like, I didn't think I'd make it, so <laughs> I do what I got to do. I do what I got to do. Uh, and then I got a job after that. That job, I just straight quit. Mm-hmm. Um, you ever been? Fi- you never been fired. You only had two jobs. Shit. I've never been fired. I got a lot of jobs, mm-hmm. but I did quit on a few. Um, then I got a job with Cav at Mighty Micro. I was doing a world call there. And I told the story about Rotunda where the, the germaphobe who uh, got mad at me because I used the pin that she kept in a drawer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she got mad because I touched the pin. So Whack. Cav and I both took the, that pin and uh-huh. defiled it in the bathroom. And then when she came <laughs> back, we just watched singly as she was fucking get all our ass and ball juice all over her fingers. And she had no idea. Uh, but she had no idea it was the best. Cav heard. Cav knew I did. I violated it with my balls. He went and took that thing in insertion. Um, oh, up his ass. So, uh, close to, if not all. Yeah. So he did some vile stuff, and then I ended up getting a job through Cav. He's like, "Hey, if you look, kind of looking for another job." Mm-hmm. So I know this guy. He's looking for to hire somebody. So I went over there, fucking took the job, and it was the shittiest job ever. It was just another computer parts company, but this mm-hmm. guy was just fucking, I don't know if he was, he was just weird. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't like that job. In fact, the reason why I quit there is because they would only pay us once a month. Ugh. And then come the first, they're like, oh, we pay you tomorrow. Like, nah, fuck that. It's the first. I want my fucking paycheck. Yeah. Oh, maybe tomorrow. Because it wasn't like a payroll. They would just write me a check. Uh-huh. Oh, and I was like, nah, fuck that. You're paying me or I quit. Yeah, and then what sent me over the line there was one day I come into work and the boss is like, "Hey, uh, I got these moles in my backyard. Can you call an exterminator for me to take care of it?" 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Am I your fucking chore boy? Like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were his personal assistant now. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Okay. What's, give me, he's like, I'm just busy. I don't have time. I'm like, fine. So he gave me the number to, or he gave me his address and everything. Mm-hmm. And I set up like one of these exterminators to come out. And the next day he's like, oh, I need you to call and complain because they didn't do a good job. I'm oh, like, well, fuck. what happened? He's like, well, the guy showed up. He put some gas tablets in the holes, and he was there maybe 15 minutes and left. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> he put, you know, how do you know it didn't work? Like, that's what they fucking do. It's yeah. gassy. They just gassed him out. And I, he's like, well, they guaranteed three months. I go, well, what's the next day? What do you got to complain about, right? Uh-huh. He's like, I don't know. He was only there 15 minutes, so he can't have done a good job, which could have been an exaggeration. But right. I go, look, he's like, I go, well, look, if you're going to complain about the guy's job, then you need a fucking call. I'm not going to call and complain for you. Yeah, right? well, you got to be the middleman because you yeah, don't know go, all the details. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I go, if you have a complaint, you call him. He's like, no, mm-hmm. no, you call him. You deal with it. You set him up. You're the one who found him. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm just I'm talking to him. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. This is your fucking business. You know, mm-hmm. if you, I'm not going to be your bitch boy is what I told him. And he's like, oh, you're not going to do it? You're not going to do it? I was like, no, dude. And then he's like, all pissed off. He's like, Threatening, not threatening to fire me, but making it sound that way. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, dude? Fuck this. I'm out of here. I quit on the spot. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Like, getting mad at me for not doing what he wants to do has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with my job. Fuck you. (laughs) And then that's when I ended up back at Mighty Micro. Uh, Second tour. Taking Cav's old job of being a driver. Mm Mm-hmm. That was, you know, it is what it is. Did a lot of cocaine in those days, so I was that round cooked up. Oh, <laughs> um, and then that's when I ended up moving to. I got laid off, and then I ended up moving to Maryland. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I found the Marriott job, and I became an auditor there. Did that for ten years. Wow, was that was your good, only, yeah. That was your only job you had over there. Yeah, that's the only job oh. I had. Well, no, I take it back. I had. When I very first got there, I was looking for work, mm-hmm. and I just so happened to have uh, there was like this catering thing, and they're like, and I knew it was just gonna be just to make some money, yeah, until I looked for something full time, and like two, three times a week, I'd go deliver shit for this catering company, and I'd get like 30, 40, 30, 40 bucks a pop, and I'd make like you know three or four deliveries, and then that call it a day, and I'd only work like three hours, you know, yeah. So it wasn't good. It wasn't good money, but I wasn't doing anything else. Right. You know? it was, so I mean, it was you know, quick money, like in the quick, meantime, while you found something else. Me, right. And then I ended up getting a Marriott hotel mm-hmm. job, and you know, I just started off as a front desk person, like from the very second I got there. And then, like, we had got we started that hotel while it was being built. Like they hired the crew first. Oh, so okay. as it's being built, we're being trained. And by the time, you know, like three months later, the hotel finally opened and we're all well trained. And then like the second week, the person they were supposed to hire for auditor, mm-hmm. which is essentially their onsite accountant. Um, but you work at night when guests are asleep yeah. and uh, do all the end of the day revenue and all that bullshit. Anyways, the guy who was supposed to take the job quit. So they're like, hey, Rob, are you interested in this? Are you doing numbers? I'm like, oh, I'm the man for this job. So <laughs> that was an easy job. Got paid well. Hours sucked. But I you know, paid the bills. And so you were working graveyard pretty much the whole time you were there? Yeah, the whole time. The wow. whole time. 
Yeah, and I'm still working graveyard. I've been working graveyard for fucking last 14 years. Man. Yeah, so that was 10 years there, and then now I'm a, a warehouse manager at a at the at the Bay Area's top seafood distributing <laughs> plant in the Bay Area. You're a fishmonger uh, now. Fishmonger, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so at the hotel, mm-hmm. let me uh, tell you a couple things since I was there the longest. I'm not racist, Fausti. I really believe I'm not a racist person. But, but. I, but I know there's different races that exist in this world, and they all have stereotypes. Right. And you observe, observe things in life, and you make conclusions one way or another based on what you observe. Not, prejud- not You're not prejudging. Mm. It is what you fucking see, right? So when I first got there, all the housekeepers were Latinas. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were from Honduras, El Salvador. Yeah. Um, like that Central America. Like not a lot of Mexicans. No Filipinos? In, in, well, no. It was just El Salvador. <laughs> okay. You know. So over, Central... over, here, over here on the West Coast, it seems like it's either if they're not Latina, they're uh, Filipino. Filipino. Yeah. There was not a lot of Me- There was no Mexicans out there. A couple of Puerto Ricans, but the core was Nicaragua, El Salvador at oh, my okay. Latina. Okay. Anyways, these women worked fucking hard. Yep. Okay. They were hard workers. They came to work every day on time. There was never issues with attendance or theft. Theft. Mm-hmm. But there was issues. But where these women fall had flaws is amongst themselves. Like these women were catty uh... and amongst themselves they hated. Like if one housekeeper got a little edge over, like became a crew leader mm-hmm. because she spoke a little more English than the rest of them. Then like she became like oh you're the sellout you know like they had a lot of that kind of animosity like they hated anybody moving up yeah if they were moving up they they would drag her down right and they hated it reminds me of 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 a George Lopez skit I remember him saying something like that like you know like like, what Latinos hate to see other Latinos succeed ah you sold out (laughs) (laughs) well I if he said it I believe it because I seen it with my own goddamn eyes. And, but then a lot of these women, see, I worked for this hotel group that I worked for. It's very family oriented. Mm-hmm. And they were probably the best bosses I ever had in my life. They just treated us well, but then they sold. And when they sold, the new guys got rid of all the Latinas and brought in contractors. Uh, and some, what they say, some part of the reason is because they were making more money because mm-hmm. the, the new owner wanted to cut, make, you know, obviously trying to make money. Right. And our so first got, owner get a was new a crew and pay less. Was, was, yeah. So they hired contractors, uh, housekeepers, and they were all black. Uh, and they were Baltimore black women. Oh. And let me tell you this, bro. The fights amongst them were different. Uh-huh. Right? Thievery went up the fucking roof. No. Yes, and not only that, but I, I, on any given day, half of them wouldn't come to work. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm if sure, it was, I was gonna say the work it, ethic. Yeah, if the if if it was a warm day after a cold spell, half of them wouldn't fucking come to work. It was like ridiculous, dude. It was like such a problem. Mm-hmm. And then, and like you know, things missing in people's rooms and shit started being oh, rampant. No. Our hotel became known for. For fucking shit missing in your room, fucking laptops, alcohol, shit like that. Wow. 
And I'm not racist. Just right. I'm observant, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, but so I used to have a locker. I, the whole time, I never locked my locker. It's just everybody goes in. You fucking got your own locker. Mm-hmm. I put my cigarettes in there. I wouldn't bring them home because I'd only smoke at work. So I leave them there overnight. And when I come to work, I have a cigarette. And then I noticed all my cigarettes were being smoked. Like mm. somebody was going to my locker and stealing my cigarettes. Now, I don't play that shit. I don't play that shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this. And I, I could be very fucking vindictive. And uh, what I did, I planted three cigarettes <laughs> in a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And each single, I, I, in my front desk, I had access to a sewing kit. So uh, I went to the bathroom. Uh-huh. I pulled out a handful of pubes and a handful of ass hairs. Oh. And I strung them into the cigarettes. So oh each cigarette god. had about ten strands of mix of ash <laughs> oh and pubes. Oh my god! And my theory was, somebody who smoke is gonna get sick. Yeah. And that's what happens when you smoke hair. And I made sure there's enough hair in each one. <laughs> lo and behold, lo, lo and behold, when I came back to work the next day, two of the three were gone. <laughs> and I went to the front desk and I was like, "Hey, any issues with housekeeping today that you should be aware of?" Uh-huh. Like, no, it was okay, except uh, Ebony went home sick today because she was nauseous and had a headache. Ah, uh, there you go. So, Ebony, I found out who it was stealing my cigarettes. After that, I started locking my locker. Yeah. Didn't have to lock my locker when them Latinas were there. Yeah. And that was like five years of not having to lock them in my locker, and all of a sudden, shit's missing from my locker. Uh huh. Yeah. So, that's, that's that. Let me, uh, let me tell you a story about. Like yes, a little uh, thing I did to a, to a customer. So this is when I was working in the photo lab. This mm-hmm. is back, you know, before digital cameras and you had to drop off your film, right? So we had a one-hour photo lab. There was this one customer. She was always a bitch. She was always complaining. And like, ugh. Like, I, I, I was always pretty good with customers just kind of like, uh-huh, yeah, you know, not getting, like, upset. Just kind of, like, letting them get out their anger or whatever, right? And she was complaining about her pictures. It was because she was using – so there was two different uh, ways you could have your film developed. We could do it in the store, and it would cost eight ninety nine, and you would get it back in 24 hours. Or you could drop it off, and it was like uh, the longs, whatever the fuck it was. It was sent out. Somebody would come pick up all the shit like at 1 o'clock, and they'd bring it back the next day at noon, something like that, right? And it was $2 cheaper, so people want to save 2 bucks. And so she was complaining about her pictures. Like, oh, these don't look good. I'm like, well, next time do them in the store. I'm like, it's only $2 more. The film doesn't leave the store. We print them here. We look at it. We can color correct and this and that. When they do it over there, it's just a machine. Spits it out. You get what you get. No, uh, it's okay. I'm just going to, you know, she she was being cheap. So one day she comes in and she's bitching about something again, right? And she's fucking... I just had enough of this fucking bitch. <laughs> I don't remember what she was complaining about, but she was being a cunt. She drops off two rolls of film, drops it in the box, and she leaves. So 15 <laughs> minutes later, I go into the drop box, and I find her order. I grab the film, and I pull the negatives out. <laughs> I pull the film out of the canister, exposing it to the light. You know what I mean? And so, then rewind it back in. And wind it back in. Put it back in the yeah. Dropbox. So the next day she comes back to pick up her pictures. And she's like, hey, my pictures did come out. And I go, 
Uh, let me see him. And all the pictures are black, right? I'm like, oh, well, you don't yeah. have to pay for them. It's, she's like, well, what if they didn't come out right? And I, I'm looking at the negatives. I'm like, hmm, it looks like they uh, might have got, got exposed, exposed to light or possibly heat damage. Did you leave this film in your car? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is bullshit. I'm like, oh, well, you don't have to pay for them. She's like, oh, this is my grandson just turned two, and this is from his birthday party. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, I'm sorry, ma'am. I there's yeah. nothing we can do <laughs> yeah you don't have My to pay bad. for it though <laughs> yeah nothing came out motherfucker i hated customers yeah. we had certain customers uh that ugh. like there was one girl that worked in cosmetics her mom was a fucking nutcase and it was like when we'd see her like we would run <laughs> <laughs> like I'd see her coming up, like, oh, fear. Fuck. yeah, because you don't want to deal with her. Because she'd come in, bitch about prices, or looking for something, and she'd always be like, "Well, my daughter works here," and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Fuck!" Oh, like I go hide in the back. I go hide in the back. <laughs> I go find one of my friends in the back <laughs> receiving. What are you doing? I'm like, "Oh, Jennifer's mom's here. Just don't. Wanna... I don't want her to deal. Talk to me." <laughs> <laughs> And then there was uh, another customer. We used to call him the judge. And he judge. was not all there. And he would just come in all the time. And he just called everybody judge. This ain't right, judge. This ain't the right <laughs> price, judge. And he was just a slow adult. And he would come in did, and did just yell at everybody. A, huh? Didn't did Longs have a history of uh, hiring slow adults? Oh, yeah. they did. We, we did hire slow adults. Like, there was one... Her name was Pam, and she basically her job was to just do go-backs. She would work, like, four hours. She would have, like, a job coach would come in with her, like, once a week, and she would limp around the store and do go-backs. That was her job. But she was, like, really nice. She was a big Niner fan. <laughs> but, like, some of my friends would fuck with her. <laughs> no, I don't, sure. Like, when the, when the Macarena was popular, like, I remember my friend Dominic was like, hey, Pam, do the Macarena. And she would do it. And I'm like, bro, you're fucked up. Yeah, super fucked up. Oh, so, man. Um, the reason why I bring up special special needs is because I, I used to work at the hotel and I had a, the whole time I was an over, uh, the auditor, I had an overnight janitor who was, uh, he had like Asperger's, Asperger's, oh, right? Oh, okay. Uh, he was just a weird guy. He was stuck in the 80s. Like he had a brain capacity of maybe like a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know, looked like a full-grown adult. Was yeah. stuck in the '80s and just—I mean, he was just an odd. Talked to himself. Mm -hmm. Couldn't put together like coherently together. Mm -hmm. Like you knew what he was talking about, but like the way he spoke, it was just like jumbled. It was just an odd. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but you understood him, but you really had to understand him. Or he would just say off-the-wall things. Anyways, um, so this is a true story. So God. Um, help me i'm not making this shit up mm -hmm. but one day i come into work this is one of my biggest regrets work work wise in life um i come into work mm -hmm. and i'm there like 15 minutes early so i'm in the back of the hotel where the exit is where people go smoke and stuff mm -hmm. I have my cigarette before i punch in and there's a a woman in her late 40s Maybe not, maybe maybe fifty, but late forties, mid forties. At the time, I'm like thirty eight or thirty nine or mm -hmm. something like that. So I sit down, I my smoke. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I can tell she's drunk off her ass from the get go, right? 
And she kind of looks like, uh, you know, the 40-year-old Helen Hunt. Remember her? Helen oh, Hunt? yeah. Yeah. You know, playing game, but not bad. She had yoga pants on, so she had like a real tight figure because the yoga pants help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's looking help. pretty. She's looking okay. And she's like, oh, just moaning and groaning. And she straight up said, I need a man. I need a man. To, I need some dick. And it's just <laughs> me and her out there. I'm like, yeah. whoa. And I'm like, I'm taken back. I'm like, ooh, grabbing, clutching my pearls, right? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is really happening. <laughs> I, I need a man. She's like, you going to be that man for me tonight? I was like, ma'am, I'm flattered, but I'm married. <laughs> and I'm trying now. I'm just trying to get rid of this cigarette and get to work and yeah. get it out. I, I just I'm uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And she's like persistent. She's like, oh, just come up to my room in the middle of the night. No one will know. Mm-hmm. Your wife doesn't need to know. And I I think I made the mistake by saying, oh, look, man, if I was single, I would take you up on it. But I I am just I I, I got to go to work. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. You know. So I do. I go in. I punch out. I punch in. I do the fucking shift change. But an hour later, she comes moseying into the front desk. Now it's the middle. It's midnight, midnight and a half, maybe one in the morning, right? That that time frame. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Come on, come to my room. Fuck me." Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Just come in. I'll bend over. You stick it in, and just fuck me. I need some dick." Wow. And I'm, I'm like, "No way. This. I'm thinking, no way. This is happening." <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm like, and I'm being polite because yeah. I know, you know, she's drunk. I'm like, ma'am, I, I think you should go to bed. If you want, I can, you know, I can take you to your room, mm-hmm. get you up safely, but I'm not coming in. She's like, no, I'm managed, you know, but you're missing out. You, should, you know, this and that. And I'm like, okay, you know, have a nice evening, get some rest. She calls me when she gets up to the room. Are you sure? Just oh, man. In. I know you can make a key. Just come in and fuck me. I'm like, wow, oh, wow. Man. Like I even told my wife this. Yeah. Like, when I got home the next day, I was like, I, I was like, I need to tell her mm-hmm. this so she knows I'm being faithful for one. Yeah. So finally, she stops calling, coming down, whatever. Morning sunrise come, new shift comes in, and my buddy John, I was like, dude, you won't believe what the fuck happened last night. Uh-huh. This woman in this room, if you want, if you see her drunk, you should try to fuck it because she was giving it up last night to anybody who wanted it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I couldn't give it to her. And I told him the story. He's like, dude, you fucked up. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm married. He was always like, no, you should have set Martin up to her room. <laughs> Martin is the autistic guy, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, I, show, I totally should have said, hey, take these towels to this room. And yeah. just to see what happened. See what happened, yeah. Just to see what would happen if she would have grabbed him by the collar and drug him in. Mm-hmm. And he would have blown his fucking mind. Oh, that's one of my biggest regrets. And it was just like to this day, I can't believe somebody talked to me that way. Like never met him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's guys crazy. do it to women all the time. But it was the only time I could recall that happening to me <laughs> in that situation. I and I was like, man, she's lucky I'm fucking she's lucky. She would have got three three fucking minutes of pleasure if I was not. <laughs> you ever bang at work? No. No. I had uh I knew of friends that did. Mm-hmm. Like in the office, but no, I never did. Or you like, know, I heard you one and of your my wife, friends, huh? You guys work together. You and your wife work together. You never, you never. Uh... No, because no. we work during the day. Mm. So, like the guys that I know that like 
banged, like that fucked at work. It was always like at night. Yeah. When there's like all the management's not there, it's just like the assistant man, like one of the department managers is working. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's like, uh, speaking of, um, yeah, it really brings me to one of my other stories. Uh, <laughs> Greg, not, not, not our Greg, uh, Greg, the NBA expert. Yes. That's how I met him. We worked together, right? Actually, right. he went to high school with you, but that's another story. Yeah, he went to junior high with me. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, so he was a department manager. He came from another store. He transferred over. And um, so there was rumors going around that he was uh, hooking up with um, one of the one of the other girls, one of the girls that worked there. And she was like 20, 21. And he was probably like late 20s, right? Yeah. So um, I hear these rumors going around. I'm like, nah, he ain't fucking her. I'm like, nah, she's saying that. Like they fucked in the office, and you know, one night when he was closing, and this not like oh. no way, right? And I'd ask him about it. He's like, "Nah, it's not true." And so then, like, I started talking shit, like, "Yeah, that bitch just wants you know attention, this and that, right?" And so, like, me and the girl, we used to be like kind of cool, but then like she stopped talking to me because I guess she heard I was talking shit. Mm-hmm. But she wouldn't like admit it to me, but she was telling the other girls, you know. So it was all like gossip going around. So I'd always deny it. So, um, uh, we got invited to, uh, one of our coworkers, I think she was turning 21. So she had a, like a little house party at her house. So me and Greg, we went together and we had a couple beers and we're hanging out talking and I totally guilt tripped him. (laughs) (laughs) I go, I go, Greg, I'm like, come on, dude. Like, just be honest with me. Like, you know, I think we're like good enough friends that like if you were really like hooking up with her, like you could be honest and tell me, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'd I'd be uh, I'd feel bad as a friend that you couldn't like confide in me like, a, you know, like you're afraid I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like I, I gave him like this long, like kind of guilt, guilt trip. And then he's like, yeah, we, we, we're hooking up. <laughs> I'm like, see, motherfucker, I'm all, I look like an asshole at work because I'm like you know, defending you saying like, no, nah, he's not honor. fucking her. And I'm talking shit, you know, about yeah. her. And now they're married. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is correct. But I totally tried, tripped him. Yeah. I can see his, his uh, boyish grin when he's like, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Cause like once, once we found out is like when me and my wife first started dating. So like, after it was out in the open, like we started, we'd go out on double dates and shit. You know what I mean? So I'm like, dude, you should have yeah. said something early. We could have been hanging out. There you go. Um, um, I have another story about a slow adult. Go for it. Uh, we had another guy they hired, and he was probably like, eh, early 40s, like mustache. Like he looked kind of like Ned Flanders, but like a little bit bigger. <laughs> and I and I had originally heard they hired him to be the, be the receiver when he came in for uh, the interview. And then like, mm-hmm. Once I got to know him, I started to think something was off. Like he would just say weird things. And then I found out he's, you know, he has a job coach and like he couldn't work register or anything. He's another guy. He just did like go backs and would clean up. Like he got like if, if the toilet flooded or something, they would tell him, hey, if you clean up the bathroom, we'll let you leave work early. Shit yeah, like that. I remember you talking about that. <laughs> this guy, Super right? Super excited. Yeah, I get to leave early. Sweet. Let's clean up this shit. Yeah. So he started dating. There was a girl, a lady named Christine, and she was probably like late 40s, early 50s, like. I don't know, like Melissa McCarthy looking, but like 80s style hair and like lunch yeah. lady arms. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. we're like, wait, are they hooking up? Like yeah. he's like not all there, you know, and she's Yeah. I mean <laughs> Well and so like he was funny because he would tell me he'd be like, Hey, hey, hey Leland, last night I went scuba diving. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. I don't want to know about you going down on here. That's fucking nasty. <laughs> they do roller and flower and fucking lick the wet spot. And then you would look at me and like do a thing with this tongue like. <laughs> oh, <gross. laughs> I'm like, damn, he's fucking. <laughs> That's nasty. Uh, I was I thinking of a story here. Mm. Um, fuck, I just had it in my head. Ah, so banging at work. Mm-hmm. I remember I was a pool man. Yeah, and uh, I had a person that I was already hooking up with. It wasn't like a customer or nothing, but I happened yeah. to be in her area, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm not What's too up? far from your house. Mm-hmm. What's up?" And she was married, mm-hmm. and she's like, well, "Why don't you come to my house?" I was like, "Oh, house call." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," at you know, on the surface, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna you know, fuck yeah, okay, I'm gonna go." So I agreed, but then on the drive there. Like this is risky, man. Because like, she's married. Like, what yeah. if he shows up, right? <laughs> she doesn't and... live on the second floor, does she? No, not at all. Uh, yeah, a... you gotta think of the uh, cap yeah, soprano rule. Gotta, yeah, I I stuck to the rule. But I remember going in and like just going straight to her bedroom, and I'm thinking, fuck, this is her husband and her husband's bed, you know, yeah. banging on her. And it must have been one of the quickest nuts I ever had. I was so nervous. <laughs> get in, like, get out. I just got in and out, and I'm like, I'm out. I got to go. And, like, I started getting cold, like, not cold feet, but, like, nervous, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, that was one of the few times I banged to work. But um, to, I'm going to ask you your shitting policy at work, but I'm going to also give you a quick fun fact. Okay. If There's 365 days a year, and – not including weekends, there's like 260 days of work days. Mm-hmm. If you take a shit, a 10-minute shit every day at work mm-hmm. for the whole year, you end up with a 40-hour work week for the year of just shitting. <laughs> wow. You get paid a full week for just shit at work. Isn't that awesome? That is pretty You got a calculator. 10 minutes. Yeah. Times 260 days uh-huh. divided by 60 minutes, and it's like 43 hours. Wow. I haven't shot at work in a while. I was going to ask you, what's your routine since you're on the road? Do you have, like, favorite spots? Uh, well, I always, you know, have my morning shit, so I try to, you know, have it out of my system. But every once in a while, I'll Once in a while, you work. get that 7-Eleven nasty fucking hot dog, and now you get shit yeah. somewhere. The route I'm yeah. on now, I don't think I've... I've uh, shat at work, but like when I was doing um, like Safeways and stuff, like I knew which stores had clean bathrooms if I had to shit, you know. So yeah, I kind of yeah. like wait till they're there. But I mean, I have, I have taken shits at work. I don't like to, but yeah, I think I told you that story one time, right? Where I shat at a fucking liquor store and I was in there for a while. <laughs> And I told the guy, I'm like, oh, sorry, man, I had some Chinese food. <laughs> and then the next time I went to deliverance, I had no Chinese food today. I'm like, nah. <laughs> that sucks. He called you out on it. When I um, when I worked at Long's, um, I think I said, fuck, I might be repeating myself. I apologize if I am. But there was three bathrooms. There was one that was like a unisex, and that was like 
we use is the public bathroom. Anytime a customer said, hey, can I use the restroom? We'd point them to that one. Yeah. But to the side, there was a women's and a men's, and we never pointed anybody to the men's. So, like, we used no, to call that the men's suite. <laughs> like, suite. we like we kind of, like, the guys amongst ourselves, we were like, come on, man, let's, like, keep the men's room clean. You know what I mean? Like, shit yeah. like that. So, I I used to share yeah, that longs all the time. I'd come back from lunch, and I'd tell the other girl in the photo department, I'd grab the newspaper, I'd grab the sports page. And I joke around, be like, all right. yeah, I'd be like, I'm headed to my office. Uh, you know, take a message if uh, anybody calls for me. You know, shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I shit at work now all the time. At least, <laughs> at least once a day. Yeah. Get my coffee in. Mm-hmm. Get everything all going. Got my make sure my guys are fucking. Yeah, I wait the situation. Okay, warehouse is running smoothly. All right, I'm gonna get some coffee. Ten yeah. minutes later, I'm gonna go take a shit. Mm-hmm. And take, make sure it's 10 minutes. I get that 40 hour work. <laughs> there was uh, at Long's one of my coworkers, uh, Dominic. I think I talked about him earlier. Anyways, I'd go to lunch with him, and he was one that would never shit at work. And I remember going to lunch. You know, we go get something to eat. We're headed back. He's like, All right, I'm going to drop you off. I'm going to run home real quick. I go, For what? Because I got to take a shit. I'm like, Why did you just shit at work? So you don't have to go home. He's like, I don't like Ooh. shit. I don't like shit at work. Yeah. So I started calling him shit break, like, uh, like American Pie. <laughs> Yeah, like Finch. Finch. (laughs) You'd always run home. Oh, any other uh, work? Oh, I got plenty. Can I tell you about the most questions? uh, Let me tell you about. I I feel one of the most embarrassing nights of my life. Is that work? Is that work? All right, let's hear it. So, um,. First time I ever got high was with you, right? We smoked yeah. weed. So then you left mm-hmm. for the army, and then it was one point where uh, I think I might have smoked weed like once or twice after work, and then went home and like just went to sleep or <laughs> whatever, you know? Right. But anyways, mm-hmm. there's one guy that worked there. His name was Ian, and he was he would smoke a lot. He did a lot of different drugs. But anyways. We went to lunch. We got a sandwich over at uh, Togo's sandwich shop, right? Mm-hmm. So we're taking it back to eat at the break room, and we're we're driving back. And before we pull up to the store, he goes, "Hey, you want to smoke a bowl?" And I was like, "Uh, ah, fuck it, I'll take a hit," you know. And he's like, "All right." So we're behind the store. He's smoking a bowl. I, I took a few hits. I don't know, whatever, right? Go up to the break room, eat lunch. Good. And it's a night shift. I'm working like a one to ten, right? So lunchtime is like five o'clock. So six o'clock, I go back down. I'm on the register, right? And then it hits me. I'm fucking stoned. Oh yeah. And I'm on register, right? And so Ooh. like, I'm tripping out. I feel like I'm on autopilot. Yeah, you you can't focus. Yeah. And you're you're like in a verge of like panic but you're not panicking because i'm like talking to customers like you know hey how you doing paper or plastic and i'm starting to i feel like i'm in my head watching myself work yeah and i'm thinking about experience can they tell i'm stoned oh am i giving them the correct change back (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i start tripping out so i call you know i'm like dude take over and so i go to the bathroom and i'm like putting water on my face i'm like fuck how do i snap out of this i'm like freaking out you know and fucking i was talking to some of my other coworkers. i'm like dude i don't know what the fuck dude like i'm hella high and then like it's like what's wrong i'm like i don't know i've I've, I've smoked weed before but it's never hit me this hard and they're like yeah 
they're like, oh, is anything else in there? And Ian's like, nah, it's just chronic. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. probably because it's the best weed I've ever smoked, and it's just <laughs> fucked me up. Yeah. And I tried to go back on register, and I fucking couldn't handle it. I went to the back room. I was, like, walking around. The manager was like, are you okay? And I'm like, eh, not really feeling good, but I, I, I should be all right, you know? Fuck that. You should just fake sick. Like, oh, I, that's just what I eventually good. did. I remember yeah. I went up to the office and he, cause uh, the manager's name was Gary. He was in the office. I went up to my like, Gary, man. I'm like, I'm not really feeling that good. Like, uh, I don't know what it is. I just feel real hot. My heart's beating yeah. hella fast. I'm like, I just, I don't know what it is. Is it cool if I just go home? And yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, but before this, before I had even done this, I took my break and I just sat in my car and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like one of my coworkers came outside and I'm like, are you all right? I'm like, I'm scared to go back in. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. And then here's, here's what's even worse. Right. I was scared to drive home and I don't live oh, far. Yeah. I live what? No, I live what? Two miles from the store. Hey, I, one of my, my worst experiences stone, like early on was driving, like yeah, panicking driving. Yeah. yeah. I know. So I called my mom. My mom had to pick me up. And she was really? like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. I just don't feel good. Like, <laughs> right. And so I just went home, fucking went to sleep, <laughs> woke up the next day. And even the next day, I still felt yeah. out of it. Like, I worked the next morning. Yeah. And I remember walking down the aisles, like, to go up to the office to, like, you know, grab like, my vest and check in. Yeah, I just felt so hazy. I'm like, man, I'm not smoking weed again. <laughs> and I didn't smoke again for, like, the longest time. But I was, like, so embarrassed. My friends were, like, fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I was, yeah. yeah, I was 18 at the time. Yeah, but I had to call my mom. <laughs> I can see that, man. You're not, you're not uh, seasoned in the weed yeah. world. You don't know what to do. Yeah, I can see that. It wasn't until I, like years later. So that guy Dominic, I was talking about, right? Um, I remember when he turned 21, and we were both working the late shift, the one to 10, and there was an Italian restaurant in the. Um, in the same shopping center. And I knew the bartender. He was the team photographer for the San Jose Giants, the uh, mm-hmm. San Francisco Giants single A minor league team. And he would develop all the pictures. He had like a corporate account. He'd, I would always develop all his pictures for him. So we went in there, ordered some food, sat at the bar. <laughs> I was like, what do you want, Dom? Let's have some drinks. We did a few shots, had a drink, you know, and the mm-hmm. bartender hooked it up because he was cool. And we went back to work. I was fucking drunk. But it was, <laughs> that was a fun time, That's though. That's different. Yeah, it's really different. <laughs> I was just worried about, like, I hope nobody smells alcohol on my, vo- on yeah. my breath, you know? And Dom was elevated, too. He was hella drunk. But we had a, that was a fun night. That was like, yeah. you know, it wasn't, that night was a blast. Not like where I'm, like, <laughs> hiding in the back room or hiding in my car. Like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. <laughs> It was like another no, I, time, um, I think it was like around Christmas and usually like right before like Christmas Eve, we'd have like a potluck where everybody like brings in a dish or something, you know, the store manager would have like a turkey or something, you know, and my friend Jason, he was uh, a department manager, but he was like my age and he brought jello shots and <laughs> We had those, and then once all the higher-up managers left, he was the only one left in charge. They all went home early. So it was like in the afternoon, and he was like, hey, I got a bottle of Jaeger. I'm like, oh, let's drink it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So there's know, some I, fun times. I've never been to work drunk. Mm-hmm. I've been over work hungover. Yeah. In the army, that was my life. Um, but like lately, mm-hmm. in the last two years, I, I I eat a lot of edibles now, right? Yeah. And sometimes if if I take an edible too late and go to sleep real soon, mm-hmm. like it almost pauses. So when I wake up, I'm st- it, like it hits me. It's oh, weird. Like, really? like it's supposed to hit you an hour or two after you eat it, uh-huh. you know, within that time frame. But there's been some days where I eat some, go to sleep, wake up, and then it hits me. Mm. And I go to work stoned, mm-hmm. but unintentionally. But I'm a pro, so like I can get through it. Yeah. But it's just weird. Where like you say, you're not in the. I'm not in a panic, and I don't. I'm not even afraid people, um, notice or anything. I know I'm composing myself. Yeah. It's just I'm just thinking like, am I gonna make mistakes? Like, mm-hmm. cause I got I got a lot of numbers and paperwork to do with. Like I just hope I don't fuck that up because I'm absent-minded. Right. Which I'm really not, but there's that worry. Yeah. But I, when I had my little, you know, year, year and a half run of coke, mm-hmm. I was working at Mighty Micro the second time around. Mm-hmm. That, that I don't know, maybe six months that I worked there, I was coked out twice a week. <laughs> and oh, I was man. driving around. How did that go? It, it went fine. Yeah. I was like, I loved it because I would come into work, grab my fucking orders, get the road, mm-hmm. do some lines, come back, grab some orders. So I was never in the warehouse. I was just out, you know, doing the job, but I would fucking get keyed up once or twice a week. Yeah. And, you know, Coke is its its, its own thing. But then I, I ran into some other guys at another company. It was ASI Cavill. You know who they are. ASI, I believe it was. And they had the will call. It was just right down the street from ours. Mm-hmm. And two of the guys behind the counters, we got to talking one day, and they were doing coke the whole time they were there. Oh wow! So like we would we would all hook up each other. Oh, you, you need a little bit. Oh, here's your stuff. Oh, the, I, oh, you need a little bit. Oh, give me some. guys fucking giving each other coke when we need a little bump here and there. Nice. That's funny. But that was it. Like I said, I had a good year, year and a half run with that shit. Won't won't ever touch it again. But uh, that's the only thing I've ever done at mm-hmm. work. Other than the army, Other have you ever army. had anybody at your work hate you, and you know, you didn't know why they hated you? Hate me? No, I I usually no. I, I mean, I, in the army, yes, I had a lot of guys. A lot of we got into a lot of fights. Yeah. Um, but in general, I mean, I've hated a lot of people, but not outright. I don't like you, Robert. No, I'm usually the the mm-hmm. the guy everybody likes at work, actually. Yeah, same here. Like that guy Ian that I got high with, he used to <laughs> he used to tease me. He goes, Fausty, K five. We know you're not really here to work. You're just here for store morale. <laughs> <laughs> you're just here because you know you're a fun guy and this and that, and you're yeah. just here for morale, which is funny. But so when I worked in the photo department, when I first started in the photo department, the whole department was nothing but girls that worked in the department. So I was like the only dude and I only worked in there like part time. I was kind of like their emergency person. Like someone's on vacation. They need somebody to fill in. That's when I would work in photo. And I remember some of the guys are like, why are you working in photos? Nothing but girls that work over there. I go, you just answered your own question. Cause it's nothing but girls. And they got cute girls that work in that department. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, eventually I became the department manager and there was, uh, this one guy, fuck, what was his name? It's Filipino guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, for the sake of this story, let's just say his name is Jack. 
I can't remember. Jack, right? Jack and the offer. And, you know, you're at work and you see people, you always say hello or, hey, what's up, man? Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody. I was, like I said, I'm there for morale. I say hi to everybody. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? And this guy, for some reason, all of a sudden, he wouldn't say anything to me. I'd be like, hey, what's up, man? He would just ignore me. And so I was like, that's weird. And I asked a couple of guys, like, hey, man, what's, what's the dude's problem? I don't know why he doesn't like me. Like, really? I don't know. So I'd still do it. I'm like, fuck it. Now I'm going to do it even more on purpose. Hey, man, what's up? Nothing. You know? No, or, hey, man, how's it going? It. And then he wouldn't say anything. I'm like, right on, man. Good to hear. You know? <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah. And so then one day I went up to him. I go, hey, man, the fuck's your problem? Like, yeah. why don't you like me? Like, I, I don't, is there something I did that I don't know about? He goes, I just don't like you. I was like, but you got to give me a reason. Like, what did I do for you to not like me? He's like, I just don't like you. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, nothing at that. Well, I eventually found out why he didn't like me. So right, he was right. dating one of the girls that worked in photo department. Mm-hmm. And they came in together on their day off. And apparently he didn't like that I gave her a hug. Oh, fuck him. Yeah. Like they came in, he, you know, they came in together and she came up to me like, oh, hey, what's up? Gave me a little hug. Not like a full blown hug. You know, like yeah. one of those little side one arm hugs. Just a, yeah. Just you a, do that a, with like, a, you know, yeah, girls at work or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, whatever. Fuck what this guy. Yeah, I like him. Um, well, I love you, working at Long's. That's where like a lot of my stories I love reminiscing about because. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was in high school, then when I was in college. Everybody that worked there was around my age. We used to have parties on the weekend, shit like that. I made a lot of friends. One of, one of my favorite little things we had within the store, like when you worked retail, did you ever have code words for like certain things? Oh, yeah. So, I remember them. But, yeah, if there was some hottie on the aisle, it would be like a code this or something. Yeah, yeah so ours, yeah. ours at Long's was price check. Yeah. So you had to be working and, you know, somebody would come and be like, Hey man, price check aisle five. <laughs> that was like right. code, you know. And you're like, oh okay, cool. And you walk by, oh okay, yeah, cool, <laughs> whatever, yeah. right? And then it was funny when the girls caught on. <laughs> I mean, the girls, not the girls shoppers, but the like secret our, code. No, the girls yeah. that work yeah, there, our coworkers. Yeah, some of the fe- yeah, the girls would be like, it. "You guys are so dumb." <laughs> yeah, because I'll, I'll be on check. I'll be like on register, and there'll be like a cute girl like in line, <laughs> and I'll call. Uh, yeah, price check, <laughs> check stand three. And then my friend would come up and be like, oh, I got it. And I kind of give him a wink and like, oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Well, it's funny when you, it kind of leads into my recent story. Like at work, there's certain people you can talk to a certain way. Yeah. Right. And then there's some, you know, not to talk to certain, it's not sexual harassment. It's not bullying. Mm-hmm. It's just guys being guys at times. Right. Usually because my workplace is usually men. And then you got the sales department, which is women. Yeah. But the warehouse is men. So we kind of have a different way of communicating. Mm-hmm. That's not maybe the best for workplace, but at times, you know, it, it's all in fun. But case in point, kind of what you do. So the other day, um, the two days ago, mm-hmm. uh, there's a woman at, at my work. Her and I run the, the, the office pool for the Super Bowl. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The, the pick of numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The so numbers, everybody, yeah, the yeah, squares. We had, two, we had two going, and we had one already filled out with the numbers. We're, we weren't going to do the second one until the one guy paid. He was in a box, but it was Thursday, so it was yesterday. Um, so we're like, hey, this is the last guy to pay when he comes in. Let's make sure we get his money. 
and then we can put the numbers and everybody can have a copy before the weekend. So, of course, he shows up. He's, he's a guy. We always fuck with him and I talk every day. We always, you know, we're men. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I see him. I'm like, hey, let me see your hand. And uh, he puts it out and I grab his thumb. I'm like, where's my $10 or I'm going to break your fucking thumb, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm joking with him. Yeah. He's like, oh, $10 for the football film. Well, yeah. Where's your $10? It was my $10. And he's laughing because I'm about to break his thumb. <laughs> but I'm joking, right? Yeah. And I go, hey, you don't think I'll do it? Go ask Raul. See what happened to him. Uh-huh. Well, Raul is a guy at our job that's missing a thumb. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So he, he knew exactly what I was talking about. Like, hey, you think I'm fucking joking? You ask Raul if I'm fucking joking. Yeah, right? that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so he's laughing. Raul comes in and we kind of, in, in a way, tell him what the, the joke was. And he's laughing. He's, he thinks it's the funniest thing. He's missing his thumb. And he, he can take the joke, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's 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 part of our deal, and um, in fact, it's funny because one day we were talking, like we may had a whole conversation with him about his thumb, like what you can and can't do. He's like, I can pretty much do anything, but I can't pick up coins. And like he was, so I had <laughs> so I had coins in my pocket and I threw it on the desk. I'm like, let me see, I gotta I gotta see you trying to pick up a coin. Oh he's, like, he's like, I can't do it. I can't That's do it. That's fucking great. And um, so. We had that, you know, breaking thumbs joke. And, of course, there's one co-worker who's, you know, sticking her nose where she doesn't need to. She's like, oh, my God, Robert, I can't believe you said that. Like, I think better of you than that. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can't believe, you know, you're a supervisor. You shouldn't be making jokes like that about somebody's disability. And I was like, oh, please. Right. You know, everybody had a good time with it, but you. So yeah, I know who not she's to She's not even involved in the conversation. Yeah, so. I know who not to fucking joke around with now at work. Uh-huh. Like, bitch. Um, bitch. To, to piggyback off the price check uh, mm-hmm. thing, I remember when I uh, for working at Frito-Lay, um, I'm a trainer, and I was training this guy, Steve, and I was telling him that story about price checks, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, at my old job, we used to, or they used to say to each other, like, I would. And then that eventually just turned into, yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) we've had, we'll be at Safeway and like a girl walked down the aisle. He'll just look at me and go, yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, Do you remember? You were at the party, right? I I invited you to a few Long's parties, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure you. Yes, actually, I know you 100. You were at this. This party. is that one where I fucking did, disarmed a fucking potential yes house shooter. Yes, yeah, I was at that okay. party. So I don't even remember whose birthday it was. Some girl at, the, at our my work. It was her birthday. She and you know I was having friends over. I invited you. I remember a couple times you were like, I don't know if I want to go. I feel old at these parties. Meanwhile, you were probably like, what, 24 or 5 at the time, maybe? Uh, Let's see, what year was this? What year was this? I don't know, like 01? Yeah, I was probably like 27. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say most people were probably like 22-ish. Actually, some of the girls were like probably like right out of high school. But I had no reason to feel older. I just... I, maybe I felt like I was more mature because I was just ex-army and these yeah, like just that's fucking college kids, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I know what you're saying. So we're at this house party, right? I'm trying to remember how this story goes. Uh, one of my coworkers, Chris Ward, who wrestled yep. for APW. That's how I met uh, Cav Manning. Oh, Cav Manning. He was uh, kind of, I don't know if he was dating 
or had gone out a couple times with the girl I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, Crash. Crash. Yep. So he was kind of talking to Crash. And they were both at this party, and Chris brought a fellow APW wrestler, Jimmy Rip. Jimmy Rip. And yep. I'm trying to remember how this goes, because I know at one point, here's this is a side note from the story. This girl, Amy, uh, she was my brother's friend. I think she might have still been in high school. She was like, hey, um, do me a favor. Um, can you tell my parents that we're, we're at a work meeting? <laughs> I was like, what? Get out of the house. Yeah. And I already had a few drinks in me, so I'm like, yeah. uh, I guess. And so then she was like on the phone with her dad. And she's like, oh, let me put my dad on the phone. I'm like, uh, hello, Mr. Hong. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, what's this? I understand you guys are having a work meeting. I was like, yeah, you know, um." We got some new equipment at work, and I was just kind of going over the department, you know, some of the new procedures and this and that, and just, you know, oh, well, why is this after hours on a Saturday night? I was like, well, you know, it's just kind of when we could all get together, and I just figure, you know, it's, you know, off hours and just kind of like a way we can, you know, socialize together. But it's, you know, it's it's a professional work setting. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking well, lying my it. ass off, right? Yeah. Anyways. So it works. Oh yeah, it worked. It worked. She hung. I I told her I go. You better not stay out late because I don't want this to be on my ass. But, anyways, I'm trying to remember what happened. So I think, if I remember correctly, I find Chris and he's punching the side of the house. Yeah. Like literally throwing punches. I'm like, bro, what yeah, the fuck? I remember that? Yep. And he's like, and fuck. he's pissed. He's just mad because somebody had made out with somebody who was underage. No, so he was mad because Jimmy was talking to Crash. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then uh, that's why he was mad because he was into Crash. But Crash, I guess, uh, I don't know if she was underage, but she, she might have been like in her teens maybe. Yeah. Think, maybe not 21, but maybe 19, 20. I don't know. So Chris was mad. And... Apparently, she claimed that Jimmy put his hand down her pants. Yeah, I know there was some violation going on. And she was and not wasn't cool underage. with that. Yeah. Right? So it was borderline uh, fucking sexual, sexual assault. Sexual assault, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to remember what happened next, because then we were like, well, where's Jimmy? And he was all like, hey, we're well, like, think- hey, man, what happened? Yeah, he got like real defensive about what was happening. Yeah. I think accusations started coming out, and he wasn't cool with the accusations. Yeah, then he got mad, like, the then fuck, mad. you don't know me, you don't know where I'm from kind of bullshit. That fucking yeah. bitch is lying. Yeah. Yeah, his uh, ghetto-ness started coming out, right? His, ghetto- his ghetto-ness definitely <laughs> came out. <laughs> and then what happened? Then, then he went to his car. Yeah, and then he went to his car because I didn't see this. You told me this part. Then he went outside to get a gun, mm-hmm. and he went to a bag, and I saw it, and I pushed him aside. I'm like, "Bro, you don't want to do this." I don't remember exactly, but like, it was. It, it, I remember going through my head like I might have to just fucking fight this guy to keep <laughs> him away from the trunk. Yeah, because he's gonna I, grab a fucking. Yeah, I remember gun. you told me you pretty much told him like, "Hey, man, you don't want to do this. Why don't you just yeah. go home and, then and I, cool off I, or he, something?" He, he, yeah. Then I started talking to him, calmed him down, 
And then I was like, dude, just get in before you make a stupid mistake and get in your car and just get the fuck out of here. Just yeah. leave. Just go. And that worked. I don't remember every word I said, but it was along that line, yeah. Yeah, then I remember. But I saw the guy and I saw him reaching for it. Mm -hmm. And I, that's when I intervened physically. Uh huh. And then I verbally intervened better than afterwards. Yeah, because I think um, I was back outside and you came walking back up and you're like dude this motherfucker <laughs> went to get he a almost, gun and i just got him to almost, leave i'm like what <laughs> yeah he almost shot the whole fucking blaze oh my god and it was weird because i think uh crash went to the doctors like the next day to see if there was any like something going on like a forcible entry you know type fucking wow. proof and shit because people are like telling her like oh well you need to you know, charge him with rape and this and that. And like, yeah. You know, and she was like, I don't know if they had any proof. And then some people started not believing her. And mm -hmm. then eventually, like, Chris, like, was mad at me thinking, like, I wasn't on his side or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was really weird. And then, I, and he didn't talk to Jimmy for a while, but then he, him and Jimmy were cool after that, like, after a while. Like months later, it cooled over and they started hanging out again. So whatever. Yeah, well, bros before hoes. Eventually <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Let's but it just shows you what kind of piece of shit Jimmy was. Yeah. Let's tell one more story based on uh, weapons. Yeah. Okay. So when you were working at Long's. Okay. So we all we all live in a day now, an age, just a day and age where school shootings and shit mm -hmm. are rampant. Well, this was pretty much at this point in time, Columbine was the big shooting that yeah. everybody was aware of it's like we're the first major one yeah. and probably the one that just set them all off but mm -hmm. so it wasn't as rapid as it was back then but anyways fausti working at the longs you, i'll let you fill in in a minute i'll just tell what i remember <laughs> all right. um he's working at longs and somebody drops off some photos and they develop them and they see in these photos all a bunch of caches of weapons and pipe bombs and shit like that mm -hmm. right and Fausti's working with the co-worker what was her name kelly kelly and they're like i think you were about to go home yeah so your, what your was, shift was go ahead what yeah. happened was it was a slow day right yeah and i was off at five o'clock and around four like all the all the shit was done there was like only a couple orders due and they weren't due until like nine o'clock and so I was like, well, I'm not going to do any more because if I do those now, she's not going to have shit to do later. Right? Yeah. And I don't want her like just jacking off all night. <laughs> so right. I left it and I did some like cleaning shit or whatever. And I remember when I was leaving, she wasn't there yet. Like she was late to work. And as I was leaving, when she came in, I just gave her a heads up like, hey, it's pretty slow. There's one order. It's due at like 630. But, you know, there's a couple other ones for nine, but that's about it. And she's like, oh, okay, um, can you tell that I'm high? And I'm like, no. <laughs> she's like, okay, cool. Uh, and she was like funny. 19, I think, at the time, uh, maybe. Side note, side note. Yeah. We actually took this girl to the the, our, our bar. bar. Yeah, our karaoke bar. We, we, we didn't even sneak around. We just walked in with her. We were such oh, a yeah. We were regulars, so, and they never carted people there. Yeah. Because so I would we, tell her stories about the karaoke bar. She's like, oh, I want to go sometime. I'm like, yeah. They don't card. Yeah. You can get in. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like I took it. an underage girl drinking anyway. So, <laughs> so, she to work high. so I went home 
and I come back the she next called day. You, right? Huh? I thought she called. I thought she called you. No, I come back into okay. work the next day, and usually I would tell the girls like, "Hey, leave me a notes if there's anything I need to know about." You know, just yeah. kind of shit like that. So on the notepad, the note just says, "You know, hey, uh, pretty slow night. The cops were here, um, <laughs> but that's about it, right? Like pretty wow. vague." pretty vague so i don't think anything of it yeah um i remember at like noon i was going to lunch and the assistant manager comes up to me and says hey um if anybody from like the news, news. or newspaper ask you about kelly don't give a name just say no comment don't say anything i go what what's going on right and he wouldn't tell yeah. me so i call her and that's when she tells me, she goes, oh, well, that first role I developed had pictures of guns and it was like crazy stuff. And I, you know, I didn't know what to do. And she asked um, <laughs> Greg, the NBA expert, because he was the manager that night. Yeah, that's right. She asked somebody. For yeah. Advice. And he didn't asked. know what to do. Right. He was like, I, I don't know what to do, you know. So yeah. she called her dad. Her dad's a cop. Yeah. And so her dad says, call the police and have them look at it. Yeah. Because there was like two rolls of film, I believe. So cops come in. They look at the pictures in the back room. While the cops are in the back room, the guy comes in to pick up his pictures. The yeah. other girl that was working, Michelle, she was kind of stalling. Like, oh, I can't find him. What's your name again? Let me yeah. see. How do you spell that? <laughs> right? That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And so... um as he was waiting and got his pictures that the cops came out and they, they arrested him. They questioned him. Uh, they got a warrant to search his house. They went to his house, found all the weapons, the pipe bombs is what really the got bombs. Me. I forget yeah. how many counts of fucking, you know, rounds, of rounds and shit he had. He had, uh, they, they found out he had a website dedicated to the Columbine guys. Yeah. And he had blueprints to De Anza College. De Anza College yeah. is a community college in Cupertino, yeah. like basically down the street from uh, where Apple is, is headquartered. Yeah, exactly. And so he even had like voice memos where he said like today is January 30th. Like a, and, like a journal. Yeah, a journal basically. And he, he, he said what he was going to do. Then he goes, tomorrow at 12 o'clock, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to start in the cafeteria and then I'm going to go here and then I'm going to go there. And mm -hmm. he had it all mapped out. And So this was like a day or two before his date? This was the day before. He was going to do it the next day. Wow. So obviously so he got arrested. So Longs came through and stop the fucking shooting yeah. i had nothing shooting. to do with it the only thing i and had then, to do with is i didn't develop it and i you was didn't think, develop the phone and i always think and i would have i know i always think what would have happened if i developed them would i have would i have called the cops would i have thought any you know what i mean like it's pretty crazy i don't you would have done the same thing hey greg what do you think well, i don't know but you wouldn't have the cop dad to call exactly so you just would have done it and fucking now you're responsible for the school shooting yeah Asshole. so uh then after lunch that day people started to come in newspapers stuff yeah like that. they had to, there's news vans in our parking lot like yep. it's funny because i remember watching the news that night and you just seen you they had the camera shooting inside the store and yeah, i'm just standing I around doing nothing that. <laughs> i was like that's my buddy's 
And then fucking Kelly ends up on what USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll good get to that. America. Let me get yeah. to that. So, yeah, I got a couple things, right? So that I'm like this is crazy. So we keep saying, oh, no comment, no comment, right? Um, and different people kept coming in. Uh, I don't know if it was that same day or the next day. Some girl comes up to me. I'm in the photo department, right? She like, she goes, hey, um, are you going to the party this weekend? I go, what? And she kind of nods and she goes, the party. And she kind of like motions me to like come talk to her. And she goes, I didn't want to say anything because your manager was there. But um, I go to Deanza. Yeah, I go to Deanza and I work for the uh, school paper. I was wondering if I can interview you to like find out what happened. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I can't, you know, I I don't know the details. I can't really say what happened. I I just don't even know what happened basically, right? She's like, oh, well, if you ever want to talk, just let me know or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, what's it worth, baby? (laughs) <laughs> well, let's, 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 let's put a pin on that for a second so two days later uh kelly decides to like go public or whatever like she's on the front page of the yeah. newspaper yep. um they had like a press conference and said you know everything that happened about how she saved you know she stopped this school shooting and mm-hmm. she was a hero and she got a key to the city like, uh, yeah, I think it was a day or two later. She was on Good Morning America. They flew her to yeah, New York. Yeah, Good Morning America. I remember I watched. Yeah, they flew her to New York and interviewed her and everything. And this whole time I kept thinking, that could have been me or that could have not been or me. And fucking the whole. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild because uh, people started sending flowers to the store, you know, letters for her, just thanking her, you know, of parents oh, yeah. that had kids. It, it was, was a big deal. Wild. It was wild. I think best case scenario for you is if you would have started developing uh-huh. before she got there and you were like, dude, look what I found. Like, this yeah. is crazy. And then she called her dad after yeah. talking. Like, then you could at least <laughs> been like, you know, uh, Fausti and Kelly, save the day. <laughs> and I'm like, I know that guy. Yeah. So um, the company, Longs, they gave uh, Kelly and Michelle both got a trip to Hawaii. And I think Deanza had given them both like some scholarship money, like to go yep. to college. With I, I don't that. I don't know if either of them used it. <laughs> I know I don't think yep. Michelle did. <laughs> yeah. I think Michelle bought a new car or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> they got money. But she didn't come back to work for like a couple months, and we actually had a we had a cop that would hang out in the store near the photo department for just in case. Yeah, just like protection, <laughs> just wow. in case like this dude had any friends. Yeah, that yeah. was gonna you know do some shit because dude went to jail, and what was crazy was during the trial process, you know he was supposed to with there's so many counts of so many rounds it was supposed to be like eighty years, you know eighty to a hundred years to life whatever the fuck right, but at some point the judge changed it where it was gonna get knocked down where it was like oh even if he's guilty he might get out like in twelve years, mm-hmm. and then as the trial went on, it went back and he ended up, uh, he ended up getting life sentence and wow. I forget how much longer it was. Maybe a year or two later. I'd have to look it up. Uh, he hung himself. In wow. Jail. Yeah. You would, that's crazy. That he would get a life sentence for something he didn't actually do. Yeah. But I think it was just so many. Count- I don't know if it was life. Maybe it was 80. I don't know. You could look it up. If you Google like, uh, what the fuck was his name? Something to Jesus. But it's just weird, like, on my defense, I'm like, hey, this is just role-playing in my head. Like, I didn't really mm-hmm. plan on it. I planned it, but it was just role-playing. 
yeah. don't know. It's just a hard to, to make. I can see a few probation period. Life sentence. That's crazy. It must have been a lot more involved. But yeah, I'll Google that shit. I'm going to do a quick uh, search right now. Because, let's see, Kelly, um, she, the last I heard of her, it's like, there was an article like a couple years later in the paper because she ended up coming back to work for a little bit and then she ended up quitting. And mm-hmm. I remember reading something where she was saying like how all her coworkers were jealous of her and she couldn't go yeah, back to work. She, she got a little ego. I yeah. So we were all like, fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> like, she got a little ego. like uh, my, my screensaver in the photo lab, uh, the screensaver said, Kelly, who? Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jealousy she ended up having like man. uh post traumatic stress and shit like that. Wow. And the last I heard, see now I'm just looking it up right now. In twenty ten she was diagnosed with cancer. So How do you find that online? I just Googled uh Kelly Bennett DeAnza, and that's the first thing that comes up, it's from the Mercury News. She got cancer? Are you she has cancer. The internet told you she had cancer? That's crazy. Yeah, it says uh She's had one surgery, didn't remove all the cancer. Now his family's trying to cutting edge technology called proton beam therapy at Loma Linda. Yeah, they're because I guess they were having a fundraiser for her. Oh yeah, see, a woman who called cops to stop the end of college attack now has cancer. Yeah, that sucks. Wow. But she's a local celeb. Al De, De Guzman, that's his name. Al De Guzman. Yeah, so this happened. Shit, almost uh, 21 years ago, because this happened... 2001. 2001, I think it was January 2001. Yeah, I remember it was before 9-11. But yeah, the guy, uh, his name was Al de Guzman. He's a, a Filipino guy. And he was 19 years old. There you go. Yeah, folks. and she was 18. She was going to school at uh, San Jose State at the uh, time. There Google was Kelly, Kelly Bennett. Like Tony Bennett, he has a D E A N G A, and you can read all his articles. That is crazy how, like, you know, ten years later they're still talking yeah, about her. There's pictures over here too. Yeah, sorry. She <laughs> so, oh, she was in People woman. Magazine too. Like, yeah. you know, like when it's okay to snitch stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's yeah, it's crazy, man. That was like a wild story. So, anyways, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other side notes about all that shit. Um. I don't know. Maybe a year later. Yes, it was a year later. It was the following winter. Me, you, and Tito are in Reno. And mm-hmm. we were at the strip club. Yeah. And there was one girl at the strip club that we had remembered from the time before. She was eh, all right looking. But what we had remembered about her was she kind of had some like personality to her. And she had pierced nipples. Like she had like mm-hmm. hoops on her nipples. And so... She wasn't the best looking, but she seemed to have like some spunk to her, like some personality, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to get a lap dance from her. Mm-hmm. If she asked, so she came over and said, you want a lap dance? I'm like, sure. So I had a lap dance. And we start making small talk afterwards. You know, oh, where are you from? I tell her, San Jose. She goes, oh, I go to school at De Anza. I go, really? I go, I saved your school. <laughs> I go, not really me. I go, but. My job. I work in the department. She goes, she looks at me. She goes, you work in the photo department. I go, "Uh uh-huh. And she goes, I tried to interview you, but you said no. You said no. And I was like, that's you? I'm like, I don't recognize you. I'm like, well, 
you don't have any clothes on, so that's why I don't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> so she gives me her number and says, hey, if you want to, like, uh, I'd still like to interview you sometime. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. So she gave me her number, and I ended up meeting up with her. Like, we met at a Starbucks, and she wanted, you know, some dirt about what was going on. I gave her some stuff, but, man, dude, when I met up with her, like, I remember she kept, like, canceling. And then when we finally met up, it was always like, oh, my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, oh, I got no shot. At I was going right? to say, you lick on them pierced titties. Well, and then I remember, like, she, like she, seeing her plain Jane, like, at a Starbucks, like, not attractive at all. <laughs> and then what I remember is her breath stunk. Ooh. Like, and I wasn't even, like, that close to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I could, you know, like, sometimes you can smell oh, people's yeah. breath. Yeah. It's like, fucking... Not only that, but like, had you been with her, not only would her breath stink, but if you're sucking on her nipples, it would take like you're sucking on a fucking penny. <laughs> you know, that's the worst thing about them pierced nipples. Yeah, so that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's got still the craziest shit that uh that ever happened was that that particular incident. Well, wow, Houston. I'm trying to think. Give me a second story. here. I have others. Um, huh? Can you hear me? Because my earbuds just yeah, told me they died. All right. Let me um, see if I can find some uh, wire buds real quick. Because I think I'm about to lose. Here? I'll stop no, I think we'll just talk through it. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll tell you another quick story then while you're doing that. Go ahead. Do you know who Jeannie Mai is? She's on one of those like morning talk shows. Is it the talk or No. The real? I think it's the real. Like an Asian looking girl. Yeah. She's from San Jose. And so I was talking to uh, Mark. Do you remember a guy, Mark, that I worked with? I remember Mark. Super Mark nice guy, right? Super nice guy, ladies' man. I remember Mark. No, I could just, he wasn't even a ladies' man. It was just the ladies liked him. Well, that's I what could never saying. understand why. He's just like Dude. a normal looking Portuguese guy. But he kind of he kind of had like a uh, a Luke Perry vibe. But he's the nicest guy, still the nicest yeah. guy I think I've ever met in my life. I I don't I know agree. if I've ever saw him like in a bad mood or be like fuck this. You know, I never ever. He was always like, he would always call me Yowzer. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Yowzer? And he would come up to me, snap his finger. We do fucking you know dabs, and uh, <laughs> like like for example, I remember uh, one of the girls. Uh, you know our buddy Jason, his sister Missy. She had a friend named uh, Jennifer. I remember mm-hmm. she came in one day and she was looking for something, and I was talking to Mark. And then the next day I see her at school. She's like, "Hey, so what's up with that guy, Mark?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, everybody mm-hmm. likes Mark. What the fuck?" Like, right? Uh, <laughs> there was a customer, this girl that would come in quite often, and she was just thick, like a good thick, right? Yeah, yeah. And Mark nicknamed her Earthquake, because when she would mm. come in, shit was shaking. <laughs> yeah. And she'd always like, hey, hi, Mark. And I'm like, motherfucker, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. And yeah, that's one of those guys, man. Yeah. Um. So, I, actually, I was talking to him on Instagram the other day, right? And so we were reminis- reminiscing about some old stories, and he even brought up, he goes, hey, do you, do you remember... Uh, when Jenny Mai would shop at the store, I'm like, no. I'm like, I know who she is now, but I don't remember her like back in the day. He goes, yeah, she used to come in like, you know, once a week or so with her mom. And I guess one day she was in there with her mom and Mark and Ian were like 
walking outside. Like they were kind of following her, but I think they were going to go outside to like collect carts or something. And uh, as they were walking, like Ian said to Marley, like, damn, because he was like checking out her ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess she heard him and she just, <laughs> she like put her middle finger behind her back to flip him off. Fuck you. Well, Fausti, <clears throat> I don't want to wrap this up, but I think we need to move on because I have to be leaving pretty soon. Okay. Yeah. I still but, uh, still. yeah, you should, got... whatever uh, earbuds you're using now, you should have been using them earlier because they sound a lot better. Oh, these are the wired ones. Yeah, the mic sounds better. Oh, I wish I would have known. Well, next time I'll make sure I wear them. Um, so, Fausti, we're going to end this show, but before we do, we are going to recast. Recast. This is going to be a. Uh, uh, pre, uh, a preview to what our next um, spit roasting will be. It's going to be uh, us recasting Clerks, a work movie, mm-hmm. with the cast of Jackass. Mm-hmm. Because next spit roasting, we are going to watch the new Jackass Forever and then reminisce about the glory days of Jackass. Of Jackass and of Jackass. CKY and all those Dave guys. Like everything. Yeah. So wild our boys, goal is my favorite wild boys. Oh yeah. Wild boys. I forgot about wild boys. Um, we, sk- we missed a spit roast in January. So our goal is to get the next spit roast out by the end of February. So we'll get two this month. Did we miss one in January? Yeah. The last one we did was the, the Christmas one. Oh shit. Yeah. So we're okay. late. We're late. Was it really? Yeah. It was Christmas. Oh, I thought we did one in January. Uh, uh-uh. uh, like okay, I remember wanting to, but I'm like, dude, I gotta watch these fucking Royal Rumbles. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, we were pushed back in Royal Rumble. <laughs> and then the last couple weekends, we 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 couldn't get like on the same page. So yeah, but we, we have did. like our next three or four shows, I think, mapped out, which yes. we're not gonna mention yet because we don't, you know, card subject to but change. I, exactly. But our next show will definitely be. Uh, we'll probably spit roast in, in honor of Black History Month. We'll spit roast six fine. Uh, chocolate ladies, mm, chocolate, chocolate ladies, mm. purple lips, purple lips. Um, so clerks, here's what, who we're gonna uh, recast. We're gonna, mm-hmm. and the women roles will be guys in in drag. Um, One side note, real quick about clerks. You know how I was talking about our, uh, <laughs> I had the uh, computer in the photo lab, and I had the screensaver said Kelly who. When you'd yeah. log into the uh, the software, you could put like a note. And, I, and one of the notes I had in there was a line from Clerks. So every time you'd log in, this line from Clerks would come up, which said, this job would be great if it wasn't for the customers. <laughs> That's every damn fucking customer <laughs> service job, man. Oh, I hate it. I never, uh, I, even before I knew what a Karen was, I used to tell uh, my family and friends that I knew in Maryland, like, hey, man, or not so much family, just people. Mm-hmm. Like the people I hate dealing with the most at the fucking hotel is older white women. Yeah, I used to hate it. older white women, just so entitled bitches, mm-hmm. Karens, Karens. But um, so anyways, clerks, we're gonna recast Randall, mm-hmm. Dante, mm-hmm. Um, who is not supposed to be here today. <laughs> um, Bob from Jay and Silent Bob and Jay. Uh, right. So Bob and Jay. Uh, Veronica, who is the 37 blowjobs. Um, Kaylin Bree, who is the girl who bangs the dead body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got William, who's the stoner, who is you know, trying to buy some shit. Mm-hmm. And then the last guy is the cancer merchant, the guy <laughs> selling the gum. And 
as uh, and using cigarettes as a propaganda to get people to buy more gum. Right. So, Fausti, we have Randall. Who you have for Randall? So for Randall, uh, I went with Bam. Bam. You went with Bam. Yeah. I went with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I had I Johnny, but then I switched it. Okay, and then, so that means Dante, you went. Ryan Dunn. Ooh, Dante, Ryan Dunn. And the reason I did that is I was thinking of, which I'm sure we'll talk about on the next Spit Roast, is Bam's movie. Uh, Haggard? Haggard, where Ryan was like the main character, and he kind of played like the straight guy, you know, like uh, where he was like uh, chasing the girl and everything. So that's yeah. kind of like what I was thinking here. So I can I see Ryan that. Dunn. I got Ryan somewhere else, but I went with Bam. This guy, I think Johnny and Bam were the two main guys. Main guys of yeah. Jackass, and uh, I think you know John uh, Randall's more the uh, Knoxville in my eyes, okay. and then Dante more the Bam bitching, whining, moaning. Yeah, um, I can see that too. Yeah, because like, I originally did have Knoxville as, as uh, Randall. I think. I'm like, mm. All right. I, I, I like the Bam and Ryan dynamic better than Bam and. John. Knoxville. That's true. They did. They didn't have as much chemistry as those two. They were buddies. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So we got Bob signing Bob. Mm-hmm. Who you got there? Wee Man. Wee Man for Jack. So you went the opposite. <laughs> I, I went Preston because he's the biggest. Uh, you know, I originally did have Preston, but I don't know. I need a spot for Wee Man, so I went Wee Man. With all right. All right. I got Wee Man in here too. Uh, so you went, we met, I went Preston, and then for Jay, I went Steve-O. I mean, who else could it be? <laughs> had to be the Detroit year of the fight, right? Yeah, Bam is catching up, but Steve-O was the, mm-hmm. the notorious. Um, so I think that's a good fit. Now, Veronica, mm-hmm. 37, 37. Thir- in a row? In a row. And it's our first, um, you know, man playing a woman's role. Well... I, I probably cheated because I think she was technically on Jackass at least a couple times. Hmm. I don't think she did anything, but it was Bam's girlfriend at the time, Jen Ribble. She was on Viva hmm. with Bam a lot. Yeah, she was on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She was the the one before he was. Missy's the yeah. one he married. Yeah. So okay. in this movie, it'd be the same as Haggard, where it's funny in in Haggard, it's Ryan chasing with, bam's real life girlfriend so yeah i casted it the same way for clerks i got you okay it makes sense i went with chris pontius <laughs> dressed up as buddy the lifeguard <laughs> <laughs> yeah buddy the lifeguard i was watching um jackass like from the beginning like mm-hmm. all the episodes on youtube yeah man but pontius came out with with freaking buying the lifeguard like episode one i was like oh, wow i didn't realize he started from the roots i okay. have a box set i might have to bust that out before we oh you have to let me borrow that you have to let me borrow that um so caitlin is the woman who bangs the dead guy mm-hmm. uh i believe that's was it dante's ex somebody's ex yeah yeah okay. it was dante's was she was the one she was supposed to get married is that the same one? I believe so. And he was and all then, heartbroken because she was getting to get yeah. married, and then he thought maybe he'd have a chance, but then... Yeah, and then she ends up in the bathroom and bangs a dead guy. Yeah. This is I where know. I had uh, Knoxville and drag. Knoxville and drag, huh? <laughs> I can see that. I actually went with Wee Man and drag. 
and Ryan Dunn's the corpse that he bangs. Ah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Such a great scene. That's good. That's good. Now, William the Stoner, I think, could only be played. Cause it just reminded me of Novak. Oh, yeah. Remember that guy? He was more that. Bam's guy from yeah. Breathe of Bam, just a heroin addict who just like, eh, <laughs> eh. So I could definitely see Novak being the stoner. I had a uh, Danger Aaron. Yeah, that's a good one. That was, that was going to be my other, mm-hmm. my other choice there. And then the Chewy's Cancer Merchant. Who do you have? This is where I had Pontius. Pontius. I could see that. Because I think of, <laughs> keep, keep, what does it keep God out of California? <laughs> <laughs> when he comes up from the fucking ground, he got hurt doing that. That was so funny that people wanted to beat his ass. Oh, so I can see him good. doing that type of role where he's doing the fucking reverse fucking. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I went with, uh, Rake Yawn, and instead of selling Chewies, he he's uh, boycotting mustard. Mustard. <laughs> I forgot about Rake Yawn. Yeah, Rake Yawn. <laughs> man, this I, I I really actually look forward to the next show because I want to dive right back into all this jackass life that we oh, used yeah. to live. Man, those guys are fucking great back mm-hmm. in the day. I'm shit. sure this next movie. I've enjoyed all their movies, so I'm not gonna lie and, and hate or anything. I, I I'm looking forward to this next one. Um, yeah, I, I might, hope it's the last one. I might try to see it. it this weekend. I don't know. I might, I might try to sneak it in before the Super Bowl. Yeah, Let's well, see. this does definitely depends on uh, me being able to see it because if it streams within a couple of weeks, then we're, as soon as I'm able to see it, we'll put this one out. Put it yeah. that way. All right. So. You know, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll get it in this month, but I don't think I'm ready to go to the theater yet. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, that's what we got, Fausty. That's what we got. Yeah, so uh, I was going to say uh, thanks again for listening. Sorry it took us so long to get another spit roasting out. We'll try to get another one out by the end of February. And as you know, we put out bangers. And if you're going to be gay... Big Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five
every job they offer used to kick you off the dock. Career opportunities are one and never How we said for fries. I don't think these look right. Jesus, now. step away from the fryer before you burn us all alive. It's not my fault you're banning your post. Was it too much to ask that you handle the fries? The machine does all the work. What's a machine got to transform into some giant fucking robot before you'll take it seriously? Go home. Will you just make some fries already? Look, I don't have all night. Sorry, ma'am. I need to get some Mexican work in here. They'll be pew. They don't play around. I know what a Mexican made they, me lose my they, job. We could put a roof up in 30 seconds. Where the fuck did you guys go? You don't want to know. Well, I know it's your last day and all, but while you're still on the clock, can't you kind of pretend like you still give a shit? Don't blame this guy. Some cockstain that we went to high school with showed up to remind us that we're fucking failures, so I wanted to get out of here and blow off some steam, if you must know. Did you just say cockstain? What the fuck is cockstain? I don't know. That's some white freaky stuff. White boys get the white women to do everything. You want to do a cockstain? Do you know how often I've had people come in here that I went to school with? Fuck, I had to take the fucking order off of a guy I blew after junior prom once. Yeah, I waited on your brother, too. I can't believe you. The smartest of smartasses got rattled by some fucking loser coming in here giving you shit about your mick job. Oh, fuck him, okay? Sooner or later, I'll do something with myself and make my mark. But until then, whatever I do is not a waste of time. It's all building towards something. How about you build towards making some fucking fries? They're coming! What are you saying? Can we use that kind of language? Ain't nobody from my church in here. I don't mind people snickering at the stupid uniform I've got to wear, but I'll be damned if I'm going to let some self-righteous lucky turd come in here and treat me and Dante like we're a couple of fucking porch monkeys. Randall! Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. He, he, he didn't really just say what I think he said. What? Porch monkeys? Randall! What the fuck is wrong with you? I want my money back right now. Of course. Um, You know what? Here, take this on us. No, I'm not eating something that was cooked by some cracker-ass hate monger. I will. Baby, you can't taste racism. What racism? Porch monkeys? You little mother. Calm down, chap. It ain't worth it. You lucky my husband will jump across this counter and knock your teeth in. Why? Yeah, baby, why? I mean, ain't like he called us porch monkeys. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, baby, stop hitting on me. See, the judge told you about that. You got to stop putting your hands Here, take this. This is your money. Please, take the food on us. We're sorry. Oh, uh-uh. I'm going to write the paper about this, and all y'all getting fired up in Jesus. here. Well, I'm going to take the food. Thank you very much. Since when is it a crime to say porch monkey? Oh, I don't know. 
house since forever? Why? Because porch monkey's a racial slur against black people. No, it's not. Nigger is. Randall! Did Randall just call Mr. Dante a nigger? Shut up, Elias! I didn't just call Dante a nigger. I just said that nigger is a racial slur. So is porch monkey. Oh, it is not. Coon, spook, spade, mooly, jigaboo, nignog, those are racial slurs. Porch monkey is not. I'm going to pretend like this conversation didn't happen. Elias, go pick up that fucking mess, and you are this close to getting shit canned. Shoot me now. What are you doing? Are you trying to get fired? Since when did porch monkey suddenly become a racial slur? When ignorant racists started saying it a hundred years ago. Oh, bullshit. My grandmother used to call me a porch monkey all the time when I was a kid because I'd sit on the porch and stare at my neighbors. Despite the fact that your grandmother might have used it as a term of endearment for you, it's still a racial slur. It'd be like your grandmother calling you a little kike. Oh, it is not. Plus, my grandmother had nothing but the utmost respect for the Jewish community. When I was a kid, she told me to always treat the Jewish kids well or they'd put the Sheeny curse on me. What the fuck, man? What? Sheeny's a racial slur, too. Oh, it is not. Yes, it is. Well, she never called any Jews Sheeny. She just used to say Sheeny curse a lot. It was cute. It wasn't cute. It was racist. I disagree, man. She was just an old timer. That's the way people talked back then. Didn't mean they were racist. But my grandmother did refer to a broken beer bottle once as a nigger knife. You know, come to think of it, my grandmother was kind of a racist. You think? Well, I, I still don't think porch monkey should be considered a racial term. I mean, I've always used it to describe lazy people, not lazy black people. I think if we really tried, we could reclaim Porch Monkey and save it. It can't be saved, Randall. The sole purpose for its creation, the only reason it exists in the first place, is to disparage an entire race. And even if it could be saved, you can't save it because you're not black! Well, listen to you. Telling me I can't do something because of the color of my skin? You're the racist. I'm taking it back. You watch. Hey! What can I get for you, little porch monkey? It's cool, I'm taking it back. Still waiting on that heifer, Julio. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. <laughs>